Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast, a show where a group of friends get together and talk about a variety of geeky topics. Find out what shows we've been watching, find out what movies we've seen, find out what games we're playing. Come along and join us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turak. Oh yeah, there it is. And today, of course, I'm joined by Paul Sanders. Hello. Patrick Gleason. Oh, it took him a while, but he got it. Dwayne McKinnon. Yeah, there There we go. go. And Patrick Ramsahoy. Hello. 100% successful. (laughs) Awesome. Good Uh, job, guys. So, um, we're we're still going to do this episode in our normal manner before we potentially break it into new segments and new. Well, we're still doing segments. The stuff we talked about last time. Yeah, we're We're, still doing segments. we're We're not doing that yet. But it's apparently in the works, possibly for the new year. Anyways. It's still in production meetings. Right, yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, so let us start with our usual segment one, our weeks in the hobby. Don't start with me today. Today I'm starting with Paul. <laughs> I was going to say we should start with Dwayne because he wasn't here yeah, last let's, time. Let's start with Dwayne since he hasn't been okay. for a while. And then I can just turn off all of our mics so we can go away. And then we're back in 25 minutes and Dwayne will be As also Dwayne's got that look of, wait, what, starting with me? Yes, go ahead, Dwayne. Hey, hey, look, you know, um, Anyways, good to be back. Uh, was it really annoying to miss the last one with a really bad cold and stuff? You missed the one before that as well. I think. No, no, he was here. No, I was. No, he was, I was here there two. I was there yeah. two episodes ago. Okay. I, was, yeah. I was there for eighty four. I missed eighty five. Okay. I think uh, oddly enough, I think I missed eighty three. So I think yes. I've kind of been going even numbered podcasts. Maybe um, I'm approaching this like uh, Star Trek movies. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for weeks in the hobby. Uh, it's been fairly quiet. Uh, haven't seen any movies. Um, TV, I am still largely behind on, but, um, I have seen, uh, is it three or four episodes of the new Batwoman? That's four out now. It's four now. Four is this week, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So four tonight. Okay. So I'm actually caught up on Batwoman. So I've seen, I've seen the first three. Uh, it's all right. Um, I think there's potential there. Uh, the supporting cast has been stronger than I kind of expected, which is a good thing. Um, because uh, I find the central character, they're making it a little harder to know her, which I think is a very deliberate choice as they're kind of peeling back those layers over the course of the season. Uh, I will say I'm really enjoying uh, Rachel Scarston's uh, return to DC Comics stuff. Yep. And that. Uh, she plays the uh, mother-in-law, she's, she's, the stepmother. No, she's uh, oh, the, Alice. The, she's Alice. Alice, right. Sorry, yes. So um, She does a great job. She does do a great job, and she looks like she's having an awful lot of fun with it. And that. Uh, um, the reason why I say her return to DC comic stuff is that she played uh, Dinah Lance on the old Birds of Prey series way back in the day. Yeah, I used um, to love that show. And so, you know, really, really kind of interesting to have her back again in such a very different capacity. But uh, so I've watched some of that. I've seen some of the new Supergirl. I haven't seen any of The Flash yet, uh, largely because I still have about half of last season to go mm-hmm. on Netflix. 
and well, that's about it for that sort of thing. I mean, like, this is how far behind I am, guys. I'm even behind on Murdoch Mysteries, which if... Oh, you've you always watched that. Yeah, which yeah. if you've listened to me on the podcast before, that's the one I actually usually try to keep up with. Yeah. I'm behind on that one. But... Uh, well, you've also been busy putting stuff up on our page. Well, I've, yeah, I've been doing a little bit on the page. Uh, in case you haven't uh, looked at Facebook or the... Uh, actual actual web page web page for the podcast you know just just to talk about some stuff and everything uh if you've listened to this before you know i'm a huge fan of marvel unlimited uh, and just renewed my subscription again last month for another year so now every monday usually quite late monday night so or, or early tuesday morning i talk about the new comics that have come up on Marvel Unlimited for yeah. that particular week. It's um, good insight for some of the stuff. That, so check yeah, it out, people. And, and usually it, it can be kind of it can be kind of interesting. Um, and sometimes it's just kind of what were they thinking? Yeah. Um, and oh come on, comics never do that. Well, <laughs> I mean, the first the first uh, article I wrote, which would be about two weeks ago now. Maybe three by the time uh, Dev gets his for, for, for their backlist, they put up the rest of Howard Mackey's Mutant X. And oh, I'm really? Going, yeah, why, why would anyone prioritize getting the rest of Howard Mackey's Mutant X onto Marvel Unlimited? But somebody did. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then last week, because, sorry, I should have mentioned, my focus is usually on the backlist stuff as opposed to what new. came out new yes. from six months ago. Yeah, what, so what because year I usually find it a little more interesting. How, how far back are you now? Oh, I'm still quite far back, but uh, <laughs> I'm now on April uh, 2011. Okay. So I've been speeding. So you made some progress. I, I have been yeah. speeding up. It's so, not monthly. So for the look, it's basically some, Dwayne's look back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I've thought about doing a column on that, but there's just, yeah. I don't know how to cut it down. Because, for example, April, um, when I put my library together f- for the month, 50-some books, it, oh. it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, Marvel, I don't believe Marvel publishes quite as much content now as they did back in, say, no. 2010, 2011. But there was a lot of stuff. Uh, right now, I'm getting into the Fear Itself crossover. Oh, yes, I remember that one, yes. Which was a fairly big one. Four um, and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, a very odd mix of Ed Brubaker's Captain America and the Some current of run of Thor. Captain America. Oh, yeah. Brubaker's Captain America, fantastic. Yeah. If I had the funds available, I because yeah. Brubaker's been off doing his own stuff with yeah. Image for a number of years now, yeah. uh, particularly... Crime-based stuff, criminal, yeah, is so. probably his most famous yeah. of his independent works, and I've heard nothing but good things about. Is that through? That's not through Marvel, though. Right? That's image, image, image. Yeah. Brubaker hasn't worked for Marvel in several years, years. now, yeah. and that he's yeah. he. Uh, no, I remember when the fear one was coming out. It was like, wow, that's a yeah. So, so yeah, the main, the main antagonist, the one who kicks it all off. Is Sin, yeah. who Brubaker turned into another Red Skull. Yeah, um, it it worked so, well. It did. Yeah. It did. It did indeed. But uh, but yeah, 
So just just to finish my thoughts, since yeah. I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> uh, last week, the backlist was nuts. Yeah. It was just all over the place. It was like, where did how it, where did this come across? Like, yeah. why did this prior? But that's kind of the fun. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of the whole mystery box model of uh, video games, particularly oh, yeah. mobile games. Yeah. But this is kind of like a mystery box that I don't yep. have to pay anything extra for. So yeah, just a little mini Christmas yeah. every time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for video games, uh, every now and then I'm still booting up Steam and still playing Neverwinter Nights. Yeah. According to the Steam statistics, apparently since I started playing it, I've played for like 91 hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> Paul and I are going to be quiet on how many. Well, <clears throat> no, Skyrim. Yeah, but you, you, you 2,567 there, bud. Yeah. You got but, a race to go. But the thing, yeah. Wow. But the thing is, you know how pressed I am for, for time. time yes. Always. The fact yeah. that I've managed to, you know, yeah. string together roughly four full days worth of. Yeah. Video game time is uh, is pretty good. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, no banter, no side yep. banter there, guys. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Just carry on with your little conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we um, can see you. It's not like you're so. Nobody yeah. else could until you brought it up. That's right. Way to go. Yeah. Not yeah. germane to the conversation <laughs> at hand. Yep. Carry on. Well, then yeah, don't do side banter. I have to cut yeah. all this shit out. But, so but, just of, keep but, going. but of, but of course, you know, I am I am terribly hurt that two of my co-hosts are completely ignoring me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not completely. Listen. <laughs> A Darth Vader VR thing just popped up, and that's what we were lo- looking at. So it's okay. muy importante. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do keep meaning to go back to Shadowrun Hong Kong. Yeah, I have that, to finish uh, that too. Which, which would be fun. And that. Um, oh, I did see a movie, kind of. I taped. Kind of? Yeah, kind of. How do you pull I that ta- up? I taped. The Assassin's Creed oh, God. adaptation. Oh, God. <sighs> I've seen it. This is why I say kind of. Horrible. I didn't say I watched the whole thing. <laughs> okay. It was, um, it, was, it was in one word, special. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I was kind of interested because Michael Fassbender. I have to give Fassbender credit. No matter he what, did the best he could with that role. He, he, yeah, no, <laughs> yes, no matter, he did. Well, it's going to say not just that movie, but other movies like Dark Phoenix. Say, he he brings his full acting chops to the movie, and mm-hmm. even Assassin's Creed was. Yep. Yeah, he he did. I yeah. liked him in it. Yeah, you know, I'm a fan of the Assassin's Creed video games. Um, I am currently stuck on Revelations. I haven't. I haven't, haven't, that's I, the I haven't la- played them. It's so. the last one of the Ezio trilogy. I've I tried. I tried playing a free version. Um, it's got a lot of DLC in it, a lot of like in-game purchases, and it's just really irritating. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it was interesting, but not a big fan. Yeah, this is this is old school. I actually bought bought, bought yeah. this yeah. and uh, picked picked it up. I think I managed to get it for like ten bucks off of Amazon for like the. Oh. Three Ezio trilogy games, which are basically Assassin's Creed Two, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations, and that. And was this is this for console or was this? Yeah, this is for PlayStation Three. Oh, okay. See, yes, that's, that's I, probably better. Like, yeah. I got mine. I think it was. I think it was even a phone app. 
version of it. Oh, yep. that wouldn't go no, well. No, it did yeah. not really go well. So, uh, so yes, I'm still on PlayStation 3. Same here. Um, Same here. I think in... Actually, wait, I, no, I'm on PlayStation 2 still. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Wait, get to yours. You can tell us what you what you have when you get to your spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the only console I have is a Wii. I have yeah. one of those I'm not going to comment on that one. Hey, man, I still bust out the oh. N64 once in a while oh. because them's good times. Yeah. Give credit where credit is due. The, the Wii immensely popular and oh. reached an audience far beyond... Well, that's where they the sold it. Normal normal it was, audience it was for the first video physical games. interaction uh, system. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was. It was. Really. Uh, I thought Microsoft, had, Microsoft had the Kinetic one a little bit that before. Came, no, no that came, came after. There was one before. It didn't work. It was. They had it before. The video, the camera thing was was there before. It just didn't do the full capture uh, motion thing. Mm. Yeah. But not very well. Yeah. Yeah. But um, just so our listeners know, uh, the entire reason I have a PlayStation 3, I blame Devram. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, rock we all used to get together at my house uh, on a pretty regular basis and rock out to uh, Rockman first two and then oh. three. Decibel three, suicide. Yeah, yep. three is when the uh, the Donner Party came together. Yeah. <laughs> the best so, bad name ever. Yeah, so the, th- the, so the thing was, um, I ended up getting into Rock Band at a party at Rick's place yep. and that, and then Dev got into it big time. And then they brought out Rock Band 3. And I play a little bit of piano. I am completely out of practice. Um, I do have a nice full-size Yamaha P200, which is a gorgeous instrument, which unfortunately I almost never use. But Rock Band 3 comes out, and along with Pro Mode, they bring out keyboards. And what Hmm. can I say? It hits like the whole... You know, rock band geek uh, fantasy, right where I live, and stuff, because this is an instrument that I actually somewhat know. Yes. And the way they implemented it was fantastic. And so I bought the keyboard, and then I realized, holy cow, to have fun with this, I actually need to practice. Yes. <laughs> and I can't practice by going over to DevRooms. No, that just doesn't work. That's right. Because <laughs> so, his hasn't been set up in seven years now, I think. It's yeah. not, that was the last time my PS3 was actually Actually, we look at Patrick. We could go to your place and do a decibel suicide reunion. We could. No, forget decibel but suicide. We'd have to bring Donner Party. Well, I'm just praying. Donner Party if, was if, our PS3 band. Decibel Suicide yeah. was our PS2 or um, yeah. uh, Rock Band 2 band. If you guys ever want to do that, my PS3 is very accessible. I have a bunch of DLC on it, and I'll just bring it over to Pat's. There place. we go. That's fine. But yeah, I like so, I like Decibel Suicide though. I'm just yeah. I'm I'm, I'm kind of sad because I did have Rock Band as well, yeah. and. On your PS2? No, on my Wii. <laughs> <laughs> I had full drum set, two guitars, you know, I had the whole shebang. But I haven't touched it in years. Yeah, me yep. too. I, I mean, I've got the full upgraded drum kit, not the one that comes oh in yeah. the regular rock band thing, but oh I'm yeah. talking the one with the cymbals and everything. Oh, he's got this was totally set yeah. up. Dwayne and was for, and for that one, Dev can blame me. Yeah, yes. Because <laughs> I came across this when I was just like, looking in rock band fandom mm-hmm. and I post a like and I go, holy crap, can you believe they put out a drum set and it and costs a lot. It. Yeah. Like, it was and like then two, like, $250. not even a day later, Dev writes back going, it's on order, it's coming in on Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I went out and bought like the Kiss Axe 
guitar mm-hmm. because oh, nice. it was so much bigger than the other ones, but right. it, I can't use it on anything but the Wii. Oh, yep. really? Oh, right. Yeah, because yeah, that's the problem. The peripherals, like, uh, the the peripherals are, are unfortunately that. not compatible yeah, across platforms. Yes. Yeah. Because you actually had to put the controller into, like, connect it into the... Uh, the game system. In, yeah. No, into the instrument. Yeah. And so and uh, so, yeah. you know, with Dwayne doing p- keyboards, we do need a drummer again. Well, I was terrible well, at drummers. No, I was bass guitar. You basically yeah. have keyboard or drums. I think I don't know if you can have both. No, it's you can have. Um, you can have two. You can two have guitars. keyboard, guitar, and bass, but you can only have two of the three. Right. Yeah, so, okay. like, well, it de- it depends. You can't cut out another instrument. You can cut out voice if you do all instruments mode. Because we we never we never did we voice. never use voice anyway. We had never used Pat, Pat, yeah. Pat once in a while would try it, yes. and then there were some uh, like female vocal ones yes. with like super high pitch that I would do, <laughs> yes. and then Pat would do all the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, so because he was terrible with his broken fingers on the guitar. I picked up so many peripherals for that yeah. game. For that game, I, though. I, I was going to mention it in news and rumors, but apparently details of the PlayStation Five have already started oh. to leak. So now you yeah. see, this is where I wish my buddy was here because he had all of this information. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Well, well, he, he could. He could make so it does he have he a name? He was. Does yeah, he have a name uh, or Brand, just buddy? No, he's just my, buddy for my now. buddy Brandon. Oh, he was right. supposed to show up, and he didn't. He yeah. was supposed to send me the information to share with you guys. But he didn't. So Brandon, if you're hearing this, Paul's calling you a loser. I am not. That is that is straight from the horse's mouth over there. Not mine. Yeah. I called you a horse. But yeah, so. Mostly been reading comics. Um, been reading a bit, a bit on novels and stuff. Uh, one of my f- favorite authors, uh, Catherine Kerr, I recently discovered she had put out a novella of some short stories that she'd done set in her uh, most, most famous setting, uh, the Celtic fantasy based world of Deveri. Oh, that's And right. that, and, uh, the first book in that series is called Daggerspell. If any of our listeners are interested in Celtic-themed uh, fantasy, I re- highly recommend it. So this is three stories that she did for anthologies, all of them set in the very... So I just found that. So uh, uh, Kobo decided to give me uh, free loyalty points. Nice. Yep. And so I was able to pick Woo-hoo. it up for free, which was, nice. which was rather nice. And that, so I've been reading a little bit of that. Uh, everything else I've got should really be saved for news and rumors. So right. I'm going to say I'm done. Wait, well, I was going to say Patrick's got his list. He keeps pulling out his his paper list there. So I, how about we I go? I was just getting it out from I, under I, all I was going to say how about we go to yeah. you then, Patrick? To, to, to be fair, I admire Mr. Ramsoy's yeah. uh, organizational yeah, skills yeah, because I, wrote it I don't have one. But that's not good for us because we. Are yeah, but you wrote it out. <laughs> he does it every time too. I'm no, he impressed. doesn't. No, not every time. But, but he does I, have. This is the second time I've done. He does. It. Oh, okay, you're just jealous because he has actually stuff written out and prepared. I, I'd like to let everyone yeah. know that I am also prepared with plenty of stuff to talk about. We're Excellent. Not gonna, yeah, we're not going to let you talk today. Yeah, but anyways, I mean, like I, I veered from. Weeks in the hobby back to like years ago with rock band. So yeah. let's keep going. <laughs> we drifted again. Like All right. Well, um, it's been well, kind of ordinary for the last month. Uh, as far as movies go, uh, haven't seen anything in the theaters. Uh, something I forgot to write down here that, uh, so I'll mention it now. I did see uh, the latest Tomb Raider on Crave. Um, 
That's the Alicia Vikander? Yeah, the one that's without right. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it, it was okay. Better you can definitely others? see that they were trying to back to the uh, original. All the, oh, good. Uh, computer the adventure game. of the computer game. Yes. yes. Good. Um, Story? I never, I never played the computer game, so I can't say how well it relates to it, uh, other than, you know, she's uh, an Indiana Jones type. Um, good. I did kind of like that, you know, they were investigating something supernatural and it turns out not to be supernatural at all. <laughs> that, that's kind of interesting. That is and, a nice twist. And is, is yeah. there a, a, a scene where they take the mask off someone and go, I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you? No. <laughs> uh, they um, didn't do the Scooby-Doo ending. No. <laughs> Darn. Darn. No. Um, see, watch, been watching a lot, bunch of uh, Netflix movies, uh, largely because with Halloween coming up, Brenda's saying, I want to watch horror movies. Uh, Don't give me the fortune. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to be able to read my paper without having oh. the, uh, the mic in the way. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, Pat, can, can, I inter- can I interrupt for just one quick second? Outrageous. Uh, Outrageous. Uh, my mom, my mother-in-law came up to visit, and because of that, we bought a mattress from Amazon, and Amazon said, hey, Try Amazon Prime free for a month. Mm-hmm. So I currently mm-hmm. have Amazon Prime. It's mm-hmm. amazing. So I've watched part of the first episode of Good Omens, and I really need to get back to that because uh, the chemistry between Crowley and uh, I can't remember the angel's name at the moment, or sorry, Crowley. Crowley. That's how they're pronouncing it. And can't remember the angel's name, but it looks like Neil Gaiman did a really good job, and I really need to see the rest of this. But oddly enough, what sucked me in on Amazon Prime, Grimm. Hmm. If you guys watched Grimm. I love Grimm. And I, uh, but you, you can get I, that on Amazon or on Netflix as well. Not that uh, I'm no, aware of. Not anymore. No, That's where I watch it. Yeah, no, not anymore, though. They pulled no, it off. They pulled it off. But uh, I follow the cast of Grimm on social media. Uh, apparently, because it was filmed in Portland, these guys got to be really close and they still talk to each other a lot, and they're still like uh, pushing each other's projects. Um, one of them is uh, currently in the Arrowverse as Lois Lane, for oh, example, okay. Bitsy Tuck, and that. And so they're talking back and forth on all that stuff. And just for some reason, it's just like I was scrolling through Amazon Prime, seeing what was there. It's like grim. Yeah. I just couldn't resist. No. And now I'm like four episodes into season one. So, yeah. Yeah, Jen and I went back and started watching the whole thing because she'd never seen it. I'd seen the first two seasons yeah. completely. And what's, and what's hilarious is that they all look so young. Yeah. Holy cow, they look young. Well, it started <laughs> in 2000. Well, it lasted let, six let, years. Should we let Patrick finish his? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. it was just that you mentioned watching Netflix stuff and it reminded me. So, thank uh, okay. you. Okay, yes. Um, so, uh, the uh, Netflix original Eli is uh, one of yes. the movies that we watched. This is uh, about a boy who's got some compromised immune system. So he's got a, you know, he's a boy in a bubble sort of thing and he goes for some unorthodox treatment. And yep. uh, uh, it's, there's a ghost story going on in, in it. And there's a twist. And I kind of think it would have been better without the twist if they kind of stuck with what was originally going on. It It's okay, but it's, it's not the, the best. Uh, one that I kind of enjoyed is sort of independent. Was a movie called Time Trap. Um, so yeah, that popped on my feet. I haven't watched it yet, but it popped up on my. Hey, since yeah. you've watched these, you'll like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what it's about is um, these students who are searching after their missing professor. He's a professor of archaeology, uh, and he 
went exploring in a cave and uh, was never heard from again. Uh, apparently, he was following up on some hippies that went missing. Right, so it's a case of people who go missing searching for people who've gone missing. And uh, what's really going on is that uh, this cave houses the Fountain of Youth that the Spaniards um, were searching spoilers. for. Spoilers? Yeah. It's not a huge spoiler. It's a big spoiler. Big spoiler. But it's also one of these, hey, where's Bob? I don't know. Let's go look. Hey, John, you go look for Bob. Mm. Where's John? Well, what, <laughs> what's going on is time is actually flowing differently in this cave. Okay. So, Which is why it's called Time Trap. Um, and I'll leave it at that. So it's them doing the exploring, figuring out what's going on, trying to deal with cavemen that they encounter and things like that. I swear I saw that in an episode of Stargate Atlantis. It could very easily be. It's it's something that's uh, been done a number of times. Yeah. One of the more recent ones I can think of, uh, the Peter Capaldi Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and that where they had a ship that was close to a black hole, and so the yeah, that further the further down the ship you got, the faster time, time went relative to the rest of the ship. So if you were 20 decks up, uh, one year would pass for you, or like 35 would pass for the ones down on the lowest deck, something like that. It would actually work the opposite. Well, the I'm not sure. The, level, the better the the faster time would be. Yeah, but anyways, I, I don't remember the details precisely, but um, it was, uh, well, it was, hey, it was Peter Capaldi, Peter Capaldi Doctor Who. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, another horror movie that uh, we watched was Winchester, which is sort of the story of the Winchester mansion in, uh, in yeah, California. The crazy lady. Yeah, um, and uh, it's Helen Mirren as uh, the crazy lady. Um, that's a pretty good ghost story. Well, I mean, it's Helen Mirren. Yeah, yeah, it's nicely done. Uh, just last night, we watched a movie called Open House. Uh, it's basically a, horror, a home invasion horror uh, film. Uh, mother and son, their dad or the dad recently passed away, and so uh, they go to her sister's home in the mountains, which is also up for sale. And there's an open house and. It's a whole lot of really, why did you make that kind of a decision? Why are you doing things like that? Like, you're suspecting there's somebody in the house because strange things are happening. You hear a bump downstairs, and you don't turn on any lights while you're exploring. Why would you? Oh, come on. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Things like that. And it, it introduces characters that really don't seem to serve any purpose other than to make things look mysterious and so on. It. I'd avoid it if uh, if if you're. It was a waste it. of time, basically. Yeah. You're saying. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, on Crave, I also we also saw First Man, which is uh, mm-hmm. the story of Neil Armstrong going to the moon. I heard good things about that. Uh, it is well done. I'm from what I know about Neil Armstrong, I'm not too sure that it really represents him all that well, because um, mm. he's mainly doing what he's doing because he's obsessed about the death of his daughter, um, and I. I don't know. From what I understand of the man, he was a, a lot more um, dedicated to his craft uh, and you know the consummate pilot and so on. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't cold because he was feeling dead inside. He was just very serious about doing what needs to be done. Well, he, also he like, understands that panic doesn't. Solve well, that's the anything. thing about astronauts, right? And and test pilots, mm-hmm. they're trained to not react in a panic mode. Right. 
they're like the the ones when you said before. What's the difference between a normal pilot and a test pilot when seven seconds left to dead? Well, the, the normal pilot freaks out. The test pilots, I've got seven seconds to, to save this. this. Yeah. So, and same thing with astronauts because they in those days they took them all from, you know, test pilots mm-hmm. or fighter jocks and stuff like that. That were, yeah, I know how the difference between something that'll kill me and panicking for no reason. Mm-hmm. If it's something dangerous, we will work it out. Yeah. You know, like compartmentalize it away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ryan Gosling does do a good job. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really just, I, I'm not too sure how well the story is represented by the writing on it. Yeah. Right? Just their focus on it. Uh, so that's it for me in movies. Uh, as far as television goes, I've been following up on the Arrowverse. Uh, I'm caught up on everything. So there's, you know, as Dwayne mentioned, Batwoman. And yeah. I have to admit, I'm kind of wondering how they're going to be handling this because Batwoman is taking place before the crossover where she was introduced last season. Um, so how how is she going to be fitting into the Arrowverse, especially with this crisis I, on Infinite Earth? Oh, I, 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 I was getting the impression that they'd catch up to where it was at last year fairly quickly. Uh, most, of the pe- most of the pieces are in place. I mean, so She only got the red wig for the first time last week. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's Supergirl, which uh, I'm enjoying. It's Supergirl. not quite as uh, as uh, in-your-face political this time around. Yeah, last uh, last season was pretty blatant with yeah. what they were talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a big thread having to do with John Jones, and then uh, Lena Luthor is also a major plot thread this time around. Yeah, that kind of broke my heart a little bit. Yeah, poor Lena. Yeah. She's a good character. Um, the Flash and the Arrow are kind of following similar paths because they're both dealing with uh, the upcoming crisis. And both of, the, both of the main characters are saying, I'm going to have to die. And uh, so it's I'm kind of wondering, okay, which one of these is really going to have to die? Arrow, because the show's ending. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there, there's, there's the meta knowledge that says, yeah, it's going to be Arrow. Cause hmm. It's similar to the end of Infinity War, mm-hmm. you know? Wait, those guys are dying, but they have a movie coming up yeah. next year. So I'm gonna bet that they come back to life somehow. Yeah, yeah. or everyone does. Or, yeah, or it's like it's like those actors' contracts ended. I bet they're dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, yeah. I mean, like uh, one of the one of the big laughs I got. I don't know if any of you guys follow Mark Hamill on social media, but, no, but they're, I might have heard what they're you starting. Know. Of course, they're starting to do a fair amount of push towards uh, the next Star Wars film mm-hmm. and that. So There's a Hamill, new Star Wars film coming out? Yeah, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, Hamill actually Mark. gave a shout out to Al Yankovic uh, specifically, oh, for his, uh, specifically regarding Yoda. The Yoda which, song. Pardon? The Yoda song was, was take off of Lola? Yes, um, because specifically there are lines in there talking about Hamill basically going, the long-term contract I've signed means I'll be making these movies till the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Hamill goes, Al Yankovic, prescient. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You know, so, yeah. So similarly, we know contracts have a have an impact on things. Yeah. Um, now, Arrow's kind of interesting in that uh, he's... Uh, He's, he's basically doing missions for the Monitor. 
And uh, so we're, we're, we're kind of revisiting his past as he's going to areas where he's been before or whole other worlds where he's been before or that we've seen before. Yep. Um, and he's starting to question what his mission really is and how valid it is. Yeah. You know, so, why should I take it on faith that the Monitor's got my, our best interests at heart? Yeah, well, the Monitor in the comics was sketchy. He was sketchy as hell because um, he was kind of along the lines of Oracle in a way when he was first showing up. He had this satellite over Earth orbit. He was observing things and people would go to him for help. But in the start of it, it was usually villains. Mm. It was like he was helping out villains here. He He was manipulating events by helping out we would normally consider to be the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And it was that he was using villains to get heroes to a place where they'd be able to help the deal with the coming crisis mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, so I like the fact that they've got that ambiguity about him mm-hmm. now that they've adapted him for live action. Yeah, And I don't remember the name of the actor offhand, but he does well with it, I think. Like, yeah. uh, his presence, mm-hmm. I find, is actually really good for this role. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Swamp Thing this week is coming up is going to be the broadcast finale here in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the series finale. And, yeah. se- and yeah, because one season, that's it. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. been enjoying it, but uh, yeah, I don't see how they're going to be wrapping up yeah. all the threads in just one episode I- now. I, I am so looking forward to some of the stuff that I know is coming up because naturally I'm behind on Swamp Thing as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, they've got Daniel Cassidy, <laughs> which I've got to laugh. I can't, you know, I can't believe they pulled out Dan Cassidy out of a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and I got to say, Ian Ziering, perfect, 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 perfect casting. Mm-hmm. And that for Dad Cassidy, because mm-hmm. uh, if anyone has the background to play a frustrated show business person, it'd be Zeering, because after 90210, his career went off into the wilderness for so long before getting a big boost in the arm from, of all things, Sharknado. Mm-hmm. But that was oh, like God. over a decade later. Right. So, um, no, great casting there. I mean, I, I didn't know what to expect going to Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that they pulled out of the supernatural or Vertigo elements from DC Comics for Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised. I liked it. Yeah. Um, Pennyworth, I'm still keeping up, but I am behind. I'm two episodes behind on it. Um, I'm really enjoying the actor playing Alfred. Uh, he has a, a big uh, Michael Caine vibe to him. Oh, uh, right. like Young. Michael Caine from his younger days. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Um, when he was Alfie. Yep. Right. Um, which I think is kind of appropriate since Michael Caine was also Alfred in the Nolan movies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it is extremely graphic with the violence. Um, yeah. There's uh, a new show that's out there that it can top it. Uh, well,. There's one scene where somebody gets killed by a shotgun to the head and they keep coming back to just the lower jawbone and the blood spurting out of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So it, it, it gets some pretty graphic stuff going on. You have on to watch there. it then. Mm -hmm. um, what? It's interesting to see where it's going. I really have no idea where this world is because it seems at times to be in the 1940s and other times in the 1960s. And uh, Hey, it's like the X-Men franchise. Mm -hmm. Look, it's 20 years later and you look still the same age. But it, it is definitely an alternate Earth of some Oh, yes. Sort. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I watched the first episode of Watchmen. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention for shows um, with violence. Yeah, that uh, that was pretty good. Um, it's much more reliant on the comic book. Than oh, it the is. Movie. It is. They, they're they're going with the com the graphic novel as opposed to the. Uh, well, it's, and it's, it's inspired by the graphic novel. Well, no, and it's it's pretty much continued. Event, like, well, events from there are referenced. But mm -hmm. well, the thing is, it's only been one show In, indirectly. It's only been one show, and it's thirty years later. Yeah. So the Watchmen graphic novel is what it's based. It's that took place. Mm -hmm. It's not just inspired. That that is yeah. history in the Watchmen yeah, show. I I, I know. I, I just mean that it's definitely focused on telling a new story oh, as is. opposed to telling. But it's also not based on the on the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a new story. But it is also kind of. Following the patterns of the graphic novel, it is yes. So um, it'll be interesting. And to also because like I know a couple of people last night, uh, Chris and Jenna. Chris is like, I don't like it. It doesn't make sense. Like, well, it's the first show, and they're not spoon feeding you information. Right. It's it's, it's same as the Watchmen graphic novel. You mm -hmm. had to read everything to understand the full story, right. including the notes, the guy's book that you know, autobiography he wrote, and mm. the pirate comic yeah. to understand the full thing about it so i like the 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 show it's hard to understand to start with mm -hmm. but i know they're going to develop it but i think it definitely helps to review the graphic novel oh, yes. before watching it yeah. um just to refresh your memory on exactly what happened and what the world was like that that you're going into um but yeah it shows a lot of promise uh hbo does well with their shows so we'll have to yeah. see uh, on X on uh, Netflix, I've been watching Disenchanted, but I've been kind of behind on that. A big issue for me, I don't know why, but for every season of this show, at some point, the sound cuts out, and I have to rewind, and then I get my sound back. And it only happens with this show, and I have no idea On Netflix? Why. Yeah, on oh, Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a, a new anime on Netflix that I've been watching called Ultramarine Magmel. Uh it's it, not ultramarines, is it? No, no. It's uh, so much my boarding. What's happened is a, a new continent has appeared somewhere in the Pacific that has all sorts of wondrous, dangerous beasts on it. So people regularly go exploring it to try and take advantage of it, uh, you know, to exploit the resources. And the main character of the show is this kid who is a rescuer. So his job is to rescue the people who get in trouble on this new car. <laughs> I was going to ask. I imagine lots of these people die in horrible, horrible ways. They can, yes. Yeah. Um, he is completely overpowered. There's absolutely no question that he won't be able to survive whatever he's up against. Um, the real thing about this show is just exploring what this new world is like and the, the different stories of the people that he's trying to help out. Um, yeah, so that's it as far as shows that I've watched. Uh, games, really nothing new for me to say other than we did play test. Well, not play test, but we tried out a session of Pathfinder 2nd Edition with the new characters. So the, the new season where our gnome is trans transformed into a goblin and so on. Um, the party is out to try and uh, 
negotiate or convince the uh, champions not to uh, participate in the upcoming siege. Um, and uh, in their attempt to find the paladins and talk to them, uh, they actually got ambushed by a bunch of carnivorous plants called uh, Desilon. Uh, and it's, it's interesting. Um, now, I didn't give you guys the chance to kind of set yourselves up properly. It was an ambush. And so the magic users are finding themselves in the thick of the fray as well. That may be affecting how things are going. Um, but it, it is definitely a uh, more deadly system. I guess you have lots more hit points and a higher armor class, but uh, the damage and the ability of the of the of your opponents to to do damage to you is also increased. Uh, so uh, yeah, we've you've managed to get one of the plants near death. Another one is definitely under half hits. Two are still practically fresh. Part of that being because they can regenerate uh, unless they're and also we weren't prepared for the ambush, so yes. we're not set up well for it. Mm -hmm. But it's again, ambush. And we were going in expecting a parlay. That's right. Yeah. So we'll be continuing that on Wednesday. Yes. And may I say I hate grapplers. Hate them. <laughs> hate them. Well, I have to admit, I'm kind of surprised that you're trying to um, trying to escape from them when all you need is a flat check with DC5 to try and cast a spell on them. The thing is, is that... Uh, but, I don't have any fire magic that's appropriate. I'm worried that, you know, one one thing, although the system is deadlier, uh, you can't one-shot stuff mm -hmm. for the most part. And so the thing is, is that what I'm worried about is I try to cast a spell, I don't take the guy out, I'm still caught, and then I get crushed the next round. And the crushes are doing me a lot of damage, mm -hmm. which is why, and... The nice thing is that with the system, yes, I'm a wizard. But as far as trying to get out of a grab, I'm actually not half bad. Mm. Um, I'm probably like maybe two points, four points under what these guys can do to maintain a grapple. That's true. So okay. you do those, have a those odds are better than me trying to kill the thing and most likely not happening. So I want to get out and then try to kill it over time. So I was going to say, so okay, just because we're going to run out of time for mm. new stuff. <laughs> well, that, that's the end of my list. Right. I'm all caught up. Okay. I, I will, put too many since, people to sleep. since we're going in in a kind of a counterclockwise. Go for it, Dove. Yeah. It is counterclockwise. It is counterclockwise, yeah. yes. I, I had a brain freezer for a second. I will go next. Uh, I've got uh, a bunch of... TV shows talk about more than anything else. Um, I'm watching the show. I, I don't know how this really fits in with our audience, but it's actually very enjoyable and very, very dark, and that's what I like most about it. It's called Insatiable, and it's about the world of um, pageantry, like like pageant yeah. shows. And uh, there's this girl who uh, is the main character, and she is a very... Bad, not not good person. Like she thinks she wants to be a good person, but she has like this eating disorder. She has a very negative self image, and so she thinks by going into these pageants, she's going to get self confidence or whatever. Whatever her reasoning is, and murders keep happening along the way. Like she has a body count of like seven, I think, by the end of season Jeez. one. 
or maybe not seven, but it's like maybe four or she, five. Is she going for the running for murder? She wrote for killing. Yeah, people? exactly. It's uh, it's it's actually pretty enjoyable. I'm I'm really I'm in the middle of season yeah. two right now. I'm getting a kick out of it. Yeah, the cast the cast has a genre pedigree. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, Alyssa Milano from Charmed yep. has a large role, and uh, Chris Gorham, who was in a great short-lived show called Jake 2.0, mm-hmm. is also in a uh, in a main role. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm really getting a kick out of it. So that's one that I currently have ongoing. Um, another show that I just finished yesterday is called Daybreak. And this one I was kind of pleasantly surprised at. It's on the surface, it's a post-apocalyptic um, uh, zombie-style movie, except they go out of their way to, to clearly say these are not zombies. Uh, you know, getting bit by them isn't going to turn you into a zombie. Um, although the main character finds that out a little too late as he starts chopping off. <laughs> he tries to chop off his hand after he gets bit, and then he ends up only chopping off his finger, and then he gets told, oh, yeah, by the way, they're not zombie zombies, so getting bit isn't... <laughs> yeah, but it's already too late. Um, but that that whole surface um, commentary about how this is a post-apocalyptic world, all the um, uh, adults have turned into zombies, only the children survived, and they've kind of formed into tribes. It, it's basically um, like a mix between... Lord of the Flies? Yeah, I was going to say uh, Dawn of the Dead, or not Dawn of the Dead, um, The Walking Dead and yeah. Lord of the Flies. And... Uh, and the, the the groups they kind of form into are pretty interesting. Like there's one that's made up of all the jocks. There's one that's made up of all the the cheerleaders who've turned into they call themselves the glamazons. And they all have like little symbols. Like theirs is like the Gucci symbol. Yeah. Like it's 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 cutesy, but and post apocalyptic at the same time. And there are parts of it that are incredibly touching. Like I I was moved during one of the um, episodes that I watched yesterday. Really good show. And really, it's kind of an allegory of high school in general. How, yeah, all the different cliques and stuff that exist. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, how do you navigate that? It's a very, very interesting show. Um, so that's number two. And another one I just finished recently as well is called The Order. And I I wasn't quite sure about it. It's kind of, oh, yes. The, the, uh, that's the ties into the Templars, isn't it? Or is that the different show I'm thinking? No, this uh, no, is uh, no. That's 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 a different show. This that, is that sorcerers versus war, uh, werewolves. Yeah, it? exactly. Oh, okay. So it's it's basically imagine. Um, I don't want to say it's Harry Potter, but imagine Harry Potter versus werewolves. Okay, well, or World of Darkness. Uh, when you had mages and yeah, maybe maybe maybe. So there's it's it's a university where there are all these secret societies and um and they all have like the rituals and stuff. And one of their secret societies is a order of actual magicians. And then there's also a secret club that's made up of these werewolves. And their werewolf mythology is a little different. It's not getting bit by a werewolf that turns you into a werewolf, but there are these magical pelts that inhabit a specific creature and. That this pelt chooses you and wraps around you and kind of goes into your body, and then you inhabit that specific werewolf. And so there are like generations of of people who have gone through these secret societies, who have all worn the same pelt. So they all have the same werewolf, and each werewolf has like a different personality. One's like the protector. One is like a, just a pure warrior. Oh, so it's no no new werewolves get created. Right, exactly. It's basically the exactly. It's continuation it's of continuation of the same four. Or five uh, werewolf lines. Yeah, in different human bodies. Yeah. Uh, And that's also a very interesting show. I didn't like the way they ended the first season. And the second season hasn't come out yet. 
but uh, I'm interested to see more. It's 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 an interesting um, universe that they've they're creating. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, my girlfriend has convinced me to go back and watch this old uh, young adult show called Merlin oh, about God, Merlin, yes. and she says try to get over the fact that the first half of season one is pretty cheesy and then afterwards it really starts to pick up uh so i'm powering through that it's it's not very good i'm afraid but uh whatever it's it's merlin it's definitely in genre so it's something i wanted to talk about um yesterday i started watching second season of nightfall and that's the show that's about templars okay yes very good show um at the end of the season one the main character has kind of gets stripped of his um he's a, he's a temple master in the the, the temple in france and he gets stripped of his titles and the second season starts with him basically trying to atone for his sins because i mean he's broken basically yeah, all of the their tenets. Yeah, all yeah, other yeah, tenants yeah. Yeah. yeah he slept with women in fact he impregnated the uh, queen? the queen of yeah. france yeah. and and then the king found out they they used to be best friends yeah he murders her at the end of season one Whoa. while she's pregnant. Spoiler. Spoilers. It's it's like like a three year old thing. I mean, I dude, came out a while ago. I haven't finished watching the first season. Okay, fine. I don't yeah. mind spoilers at all because I realize I'll probably never get around yeah. to yes, seeing but any of this some of our anyway. listeners, maybe. Anyway, so actually, speaking of which, Jeff, there's something very important you have to do before you go further. I do not. I'm not doing it right now. I'll do it at the appropriate time. It's a big one. Your there, sister is a there, patron. There will be a okay. shout out section. Oh, that we we will introduce. Now that we actually have Patreons, the Patreon uh, subscribers, and uh, the shout-out section is when we will give our shout-outs. Okay, it's sorry. not yet, though. This is the middle of my, uh, my week in the hobby. Month. Really? Month in the hobby. Yep. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about, I finally started watching Dark Crystal. Oh, yes. I haven't seen it yet. How was it? Uh, it's not great. Oh, really? Oh, really? It's, it's very... I, I don't know what I don't like about it. Maybe it's the puppet's... I I I couldn't get into the. I only watched one episode so far. I couldn't really get into. It. I'm going to try to push through and get through maybe two or three more episodes. See if it. But it's. I remember loving Dark Crystal when I the movie when I was watching oh, yeah. it as a child. I don't, I haven't seen it in a while. So you might have I to. Don't th- know. That's what is maybe go back and watch that movie first. Just like it's maybe, yeah. <laughs> like it, it's quite possible that it, it's going to follow very closely with the same style and thematics and everything about the the show is going to be very similar to what the movie was yeah but maybe i'm misremembering how well, good the movie was well, exactly as you saw as a kid so right. they say maybe you should watch the movie maybe and then, then and, but this is basically a prequel to the movie um yeah. yeah it's 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 a tough watch hopefully it'll get better I, I i will try to keep going uh so that's all i have for tv shows um the only movie i've seen i think in the last month uh, it's probably when Pat, you and I went to see Joker. Yes, which was bizarre and awesome and great and horrible at the same time. Like, yeah, it's the the thing I like most about that movie is there isn't a single scene where you where you know for sure whether it happened or not. Uh, I, actually, I don't want to give spoilers, but there is ways you can tell what's real or not. Okay, there is there cues, are c- clues. There are yes. Okay. Um, but I had to see it like I saw it the night right after yeah, that. Yeah, you saw it the very next night. And yeah. on purpose, I was trying not to pay attention to the like the, some of the story. Okay, but trying to focus on like okay, you know what's is in it, the scene. What's in the scene? Right. What are there's any ways to tell what's real or not? Because I mean, it's basically someone with 
really bad hallucinations, you know, and stuff. And he yeah. puts himself in things that aren't real, but then things are happening, and you're like, well, is that actually real or still right. part of his hallucination yeah, exactly. sort of thing? It, it, it's it's such a mind fuck. I really really liked it. Um, and I, it's funny. I was talking to Jen, and she goes, I don't think any of it was real. I think it was all in his head. Like everything that you think happened. That made him into the Joker. Well, I'm uh, working on a review for it. Okay, and that's where I'm in the, my spoiler section because I don't don't want to say anything now. Yeah. There are, in my mind, again, I could, right exactly. It's it's so open to. But I am happy they brought Robert De Niro in for that part, though. Yeah, yeah, he did a very good job um, because it is. They were heavily influenced by Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, okay, which both starred De Niro mm-hmm. in the protagonist role, right? Uh, so because of that. They wanted De Niro to play the TV host, mm-hmm. right? To get him in to, to as a you know, sort of reverse of what he'd played right. earlier, and he went on board with it. But yeah, they they admitted because there's parallels to Taxi Driver and King of Comedy in okay. there, right there, and they said, "Yeah, we did that on purpose because right. we loved the movie." Right. <laughs> anyway, it's a great movie. I think everyone should see it. Um, I don't know if it's Oscar worthy because it's a really fucked up movie. But it's it's a good yeah. Keen Phoenix does a great job. He does. Oh, he's amazing. He's a great actor who isn't always utilized in the right way. But if it, if he likes the role, he will put everything into yeah, that role. Right. And he got gaunt for it. like oh, he yeah. got like this is we're talking machinist level gaunt. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah it was pretty it's, disgusting. Yeah. The, the old skeletal Joker. It's oh, it was it was a good movie. Yeah. But horrible at the same time. Like, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Uh, that, that's the only movie that I've seen kind of in theaters. Um, I did go back and watch a couple of like f- the old time favorites. Like we did a recent review of the clones. We went back and watched Conan. Dun, 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 that was dun. amazing. And then we reviewed it with the Jason Momoa mm-hmm. uh, Conan, which actually is not a terrible movie. If it, was if it co- wasn't a Conan movie. Like as a standalone barbarian movie, it's a good movie. Mm. Okay. As a standalone barbarian movie, it's a decent action flick. Yes. But it's not a good Conan movie, despite you having uh, things that you loved about oh, it, I, Pat. There, well, there are aspects of it that I respect. Right. Sure. That are they're yeah. very true to the Conan comics. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it's truer in his origins than Schwarzenegger's. Right. And I have stuff to talk about for news rumors for remind me about Conan. Okay. Uh, and the only video game I've really been playing for this whole last month, uh, it's weird that I've, I, 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 don't, I don't tend to stick to just one game. Uh, I've played a lot. Besides City of Heroes? I haven't, he played, has, I haven't played City of Heroes wait, in almost two months. I check what? to see if he's on every yeah. time. Oh, okay, like, like, this is like I, I, In fact, he I, oversaturated I, himself, Pat. I, I may have, yeah. Okay. I was playing on two separate accounts constantly for months Oversaturated. And so I'm taking a bit of a break. Uh, it's possible I've lost guild leader status <laughs> because I've been outs for so long. I don't know how long it, before it clicks over. Um, yeah, I, I still love the game. I just, there isn't a lot of content in it, even though right now it's the Halloween special, so you can do a lot of um, uh, trick-or-treating. Yeah. You actually go up to doors, you knock on doors, and like ghosts come out and you have to kill them. And then they, they drop uh, costumes that you could put on your characters. Yeah. But, I mean, after a while, that gets pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the only other video game I've been playing is um, RimWorld. I've gone back to my Jedi colony. And it's funny. I, I've, I've had probably about 100 people kind of cycle through my colony over the past 25 or 30 years in-game. Um, and I've only ever had two people pop up as Force-sensitive. I'm still looking to see if a third will ever show up. Breed them. 
You can't. There's there's no everyone's <laughs> sterile. I think that game is not designed for reproduction. No. Oh, okay. you can reproduce all your animals. I mean, I yes. constantly have a colony of there, animals um, that are. There are mods that will allow you to do that. Really? Yes. That, okay, I, I might try one of those. Uh, that, it's that terrible sounds... because it's it's like there was a quote from from a, a, a streamer that I well, he's not a streamer. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that. But he's he's like on the Reddit for for uh, for RimWorld. It's mm. like. Unlimited leather hats, human leather hats, <laughs> is, is how is how it's it's viewed, right? Oh my God. So, so he's basically farming the the, well, the that's, children. That's basically what will happen, right? Because you'll have too many children, and then you have to population Unli- control. Unlimited human <laughs> leather hats. Right. Oh, Why just hats? Yeah, like chairs. Well, that's it's Ooh, it's, coats. it's it's the running gag yeah, on, okay. on the Reddit. Yeah. Okay, nice hat. Um, Thank you. I so so RimWorld is an interesting game. Um, you can't really control who a person falls in love with, though. You, yeah, you can try to force them to go on missions together, which will have them doing social interactions. But you have no control over what actually comes Hey, I've seen that. movies. If there's a male lead and a female yeah. lead, they, that's it. Does, it doesn't it's, work. They, they, have be, they have to be together. It's completely random. And it, in the fact, um, people will have affairs. People get married. People get divorced. Like, crazy yeah. shit happens in that game. It's it's actually a very and, cool... And, and to be honest, from what I've seen, if you, you really don't want your colonists to get married because if one of them happens to die the other oh, one ends yeah. up going psycho yeah. and like killing half the colony yeah. or, can, or murdering can, all yeah. your animals it can or get really really breaking bad. people out of jail or going to slaughter people well, in jail I mean, if, they, yeah. if they can't have any kids of course they'd be mentally unstable <laughs> <laughs> so you think procreation is mandatory for mental well stability? when it's an entire community yeah okay, <laughs> okay. um yeah, so I, I keep you know recruiting new people into the colony with the hopes that someone is going to pop up as force sensitive, especially since I have two force sensitives who are constantly hanging around the colony and doing force stuff, and everyone see them doing force stuff. But no one has gotten force sensitivity yet, and it's driving me crazy. Hmm. Just the main guy that I created specifically to have force powers, who's my kind of like my main my main character, like that's me in the colony, and then another guy who accidentally happened to pop up and happened to have force powers. But yeah, it's only been those two. Interesting. Mm. In well, you don't want everybody to have force powers. No, but a couple would be nice. Uh, maybe it'll happen. Especially since we get overwhelming assaults coming on my colonies. Like yeah. at the point that I'm at, really, it's it's becoming untenable. Um, the only way I can survive is if they do a siege because they're all kind of located in one central location. They don't and then try you to can rush your bomb base. The shit out of them. No, I. I go in with my force sensitive guys. I pop a force ghost. The force ghost goes and starts fighting, and they're super strong. Mm. And so they're the attackers at, at this point in the game have a lot of area of effect weapons, which yeah. my um, lightsaber is useless against. So they expend all of those against him. And in the meantime, because they also have people who are in hand to hand combat, they go rushing in to attack him. Well, they blow up their own guys, which then lowers their mood, which then makes them give up and start running away. Oh, and then yeah. I fucking come in and butcher them and steal all their stuff. Uh, so if it's a actual raid, that's a lot more difficult for me to survive. Um, if it's a mechanoid raid, I'm completely fine. I just I, I scum save and go back and go back to the last save and, and restart it because there's nothing you can do against mechanoids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing you can do. If it's 10 of them, I could survive. They send 50. Yeah, and some of them are these giant monsters with um, bombers, like bomb launchers on their backs. Well, there's, you're fucked. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it, hmm. which is unfortunate. I, I really enjoy RimWorld, but some of their events have just gotten completely out of hand. Like there, um, early in the game, uh, an easy way for you to gain colonists for your colony is 
kind of rescues. So yep. people will be running away, being chased by bad guys, and yep. will radio your base and ask you for, for help. sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And they're, they're being chased by 10, 20 guys. Oh, I can handle 10, 20 guys. Now they're being chased by 100, 150 guys. I mean, that there's nothing I can do. I, I, don't, I don't have enough traps set up. I can't set up... Um, uh, d- defensive automated weaponry because they target those individually and like isolate it. Like, like the, the game basically cheats, mm-hmm. does everything it can to that you can't really defend against them. So I've, I've started the, sending those people off into the wild and, and hearing their screams as they get killed. There's, there is a way you can do it and it's, you have to split your colony up into smaller colonies. Yeah, but that's even more unmanageable. It yeah. is, it is, but the smaller your colony, the smaller the assaults. Yeah. So, so maybe like I have underground um, uh, vault, not vaults, but um, uh, caves where I've set up all these hydroponic plants. So mm-hmm. I've got four separate rooms that are completely filled with hydroponics. So I'm I'm making so much food yeah. that it's easy to survive long term, but it's it's becoming a pain in the ass. Okay. So that's this. Sorry, Dev, just to get things going. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's the end of news and rumor. Uh, yes. <laughs> let's move on to the next segment. No, no, Paul. <laughs> oh, fine. I guess. And we'll me. Go on to Paul. Yeah, you actually started over here. I know. I'm yeah. only halfway He's done. Doing it I, I know. That was a joke. Um. Okay. So. All right. Thanks, Paul. So <laughs> <laughs> For once, I'm happy that you might get skipped. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. Um. My month in the hobby. Okay, I'm, I'm looking got, at a box on the table here. Yeah, I've got a couple of things. Um, it started at Thanksgiving. Um, I blame my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And, the, um, the X-wing master. Uh, yes. Or sorry, sorry. Second placer. Yeah, second placer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the second placer. <laughs> anyway, that's neither here. Um, he brought a VR headset with him, self-contained. So it doesn't need a computer or anything. Devin can take pictures or send a link up. Yeah, yeah if you'd for like. Sure. And um, yeah, it made me want to go out and buy one the next day, which I did. So um, through that, I ended up getting signing up for Amazon Prime for the, the free 30-month thing too as well. But I was... 30 months for 30 free? Days, 30 days. days. Months, Sorry. days, it's all... It's, it's, it's just relative, right? But um, that I was going to do that anyway. I just hadn't gone around to it yet, and this gave me an excuse to. So... Anyway, I have the VR, and there's a lot of wonderful stuff with that thing. As Dev saw, there's two Star Wars games that are... Actually, there's three. Only two are out right now. The okay. third one's coming. And they are really fun. Oh, they are. I, ex- uh, ex- I got to play part of oh, one of them. Oh, did you? I did. I was, yeah. I was there. For, and he, there's a he's robot. The, he's the only person that wanted to kill the robot. That There's a robot sidekick that's just annoying right off the bat. Well, for me, and I'm like, I'm the hero. I'm the one that gets to do the one-liners and the snarky. No, no, talk. no not the that, robot. That, that's always goes to the robot. No, that's why I was like, oh, they killed the robot, and I'm like, yeah. He's the only one that ever cheered when the robot got beat up. Unfortunately, the robot doesn't die. I so know it comes keeps, back, keeps coming back. Vader whacks it a good few times, keeps coming back. Anyway, besides the point, um, the VRs. There's a lot of really interesting stuff for that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it's got like a. You can do Netflix in it, and you sit like in like a theater, and that's what it kind of looks like. A gigantic screen in front of you. It's like watching it in a movie theater. It's okay. fantastic. But they do put warnings for playing, though, that you shouldn't play more than... Oh, yeah. This, it, they say you shouldn't, shouldn't use it for more than 20 minutes at a time without resting your eyes, because it can 
And I mean, the first night that I used it, I used it for like three or four hours. And my God, the next day my eyes hurt like son of a bitch. But I'm sort of acclimatizing. I'm getting used to that so it doesn't hurt anymore. And um, I think part of it was was because I didn't have the, 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 the it focused correctly. Right. So, but I've got it sort of tuned in now, so it's fine. It's not really an issue anymore. But um, it's it's really fun. And I brought it, so if anybody wanted to try it, although I don't know if we're going to have time. No. Um, but uh, I got the VR. And then I started watching Amazon Prime. Yes. Um, I finally, I got through the full first season of The Boys. Isn't that is a seriously fucked oh up my show. God, oh, yeah, is it ever. But, it's so uh, dark. Uh, Dwayne, you will not like the show. No, okay, but they, they do make it better than the comics. It's not as misogynistic okay. and all that sort of stuff as in the comics. It's they've they've got because yeah. right, the yeah, I was telling Paul the, the the writer is very misogynistic and yeah he's he's not his stuff isn't very good but they they yeah, they I'm, make it better in the TV series. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Um, for a guy who has made most of his living off of superheroes. Mm-hmm. Miller really doesn't seem to like them very much. No, uh, but like I said, the the movie, the TV show is better than the the comic for that. Uh, like it's yeah, still not going to bother watching. Yeah, it's not. No, it's, it's not, not a show for you to. But it. like no. ha- halfway through the season, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? To be honest with you, though, if we really had superheroes, this would probably be close well, yeah, to yeah. what Pe- they'd be people like. People aren't altruistic. Well, that's no. the whole thing about the Watchmen, right? Like again, it's like if if you were putting on tights, going around beating up people, you have to be a little... There's something wrong with you a little bit to do that. And Yeah. That's probably why Batman's more believable. Batman? Batman. Because he's fucked up in the head to begin with. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a, yeah. He's, he's dark. It's just the way it is. That's yeah. why he's such a believable superhero character to me. They have all have daddy issues. Yeah, a lot of them. Anyway. <laughs> so there's there's been, there's been uh, that... Um, Game wise, like I'm trying to hurry this up, so I'm going to speed through half of this. Um, game wise, uh, mostly it's been martyr with me every once in a while, but we, we have taken a break as well. We have we have taken some breaks. Yes, um, I I didn't want to get through the whole situation like Dev got with City of Heroes is oversaturated. Mm-hmm. So Pat was like, I got a bunch of other stuff to do, so I'm like, okay, I'll just not play, just take a break, relax. That's how I got to watch all the boys. Yeah, because <laughs> I wouldn't have otherwise. But um, I've been watching a lot of streaming about um, space engineers recently. I don't know if anybody's ever, other than me, has even looked at that game. I no. have. It's actually pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Are you building things in space? Yeah, yes. pretty much. you got to mm-hmm. mine your resources. Mine so your resources, basically, it's resources. Minecraft in space. Yes. But with better graphics. But you get to see ships yeah, being so. built. Okay. No yes, you can build your own ships. I've, I've already lost all interest. Oh, for shame. But it's actually it's, there's it there's has, science it has the there. Same premise as no, Minecraft. that there's actual science. You can't. Yeah, you have is. to build things carefully, or else you're like, uh, that ain't gonna work, dude. Well, right. there's gravity effects and everything too. Physics. There's there's strong physics. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like I've I've watched the like some of Walt Walt Bowles stuff like that, and he's yeah. like, yes, you can't just build a ship and say it's gonna fly because I say it's gonna fly. No, that's the orcs. No, and uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I I I've owned the game for a long time, but I haven't really played it. Um, but uh, I've been watching other people play it, <laughs> which is sometimes more entertaining than doing it for myself. you. I find it very yeah. boring. Yeah, I don't understand that that mentality at all. The only time I'll ever watch someone else playing a game is if I need like help 
figuring something out. Yeah, figuring out a puzzle or or. But even then, it's usually the, something. It's also the, like, okay, YouTube. I want this specific. Yeah, thing. yeah, That's exactly. Like, not the. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch someone gameplay for two hours. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't understand well, that be, at to all. Be, to be honest, um, I get home from work and I'm just too tired to do anything other than just sit there and I listen to the commentary and and whatnot yeah, more than that, I actually watch what happens. Like as so, far as I can tell, um, I don't I don't watch this stuff myself. My daughter is. Oh, there's really, a bunch of Minecraft. Is stuff. really into particularly particularly Minecraft videos and stuff, and it's the commentary, which has had an unusual side effect. Yeah, my daughter will not play video games without doing commentary, running commentary as she plays the game. Well, I have commentary. And she when does I play. that, so she's pre- preparing to become a YouTuber herself. Yeah, quite possibly. Say, um, hey, that's a bad career choice. No, I was going to say, right I, I, come on, I have commentary I when I'm playing. Fuck God, not actually, he does have commentary. No, 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 no. Like, um, <laughs> no, like Madeline is making up a story that's about good. what she's doing as she's doing it. That's and fine. this is not uncommon with. A bunch Mike. of these videos that she's watched. So I think I think a lot of it is the commentary and the personality of the gamers. I mean, there there is of course the esports element where you know you're watching the top gamer because like, holy cow, he's doing unbelievable things with this, which is a which as I understand it is a real thing. But a lot of it, I believe, is I, I'm, personalities. Esports, esports. Uh, I don't know. That's just just don't think say anything about Taiwan and you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess I just don't see the point of it. It's like so you're good at playing a video game, and it, it's all these like team. Yeah, but it's, I'm not, not necessarily but how is team, that different but from real sports. Yeah, yeah and don't forget that's been there since the ping yeah. pong and I, like, first I, I, arcade I guess, games, right? But yeah. like, I've I've always had this thing against these these games where it's like you. You you run in you, you either you, you get shot and then you respawn and then you run in and you get shot. And there um, it's a it's a very big genre, but to me it's annoying and pointless. I'm I'd rather play a video game like that where the goal is to um, survive, not to oh well I got shot I'm going to respawn and try again yeah. because that's just I mean you just run in you know maybe get sh- you shoot two people or whatever and you're dead. That's like what, what what's the point? You know, and apparently Halo. there's... Yeah, but I don't understand. Like, the, where's the tactics involved other than cannon fodder? There is know? actually tactics. It'll be like uh, doing paintball where yeah, you, have, te- you well, have to sit out for 10 minutes and then you can go back in. Yeah, but it's still there's still tactics in there. Like, yeah, so a little bit, but, but not... No, no, but no, not no they've, like shown, they've shown when they put have like guys who play, like who are in the military and stuff, and they get together as a team, they usually wipe the floor yeah, with well, that's, any of the gamers because they understand... Yeah, tactics. but that's the thing. All these so-called professional gamers, they they go in with the mentality, "I die, okay, whatever, respawn and go and do it again." That's their mentality. Actually, if you watch some of the top guys, they don't. They tend not to die very often. Yeah, they send everybody else in first. That's a tactic. I guess. I'm, I'm sorry that if there's a bunch of people willing to run forward and die, let them. That's the yeah. T- their I know. Pl- their I know. Pl- but I'm saying the majority of the people just go right. in and do but that. But the top there's players, no ta- if, no, you, if you no watch top players, to they actually have tactics. They pay attention. They move around. They tend not to die very often. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Is not a that reminds me. Uh, I was sort of looking through my files and I saw a screen save that I did from a, an XCOM two game, where my team went in, we completed the mission, didn't get fired on once, and didn't take a single shot or didn't kill, 
get a single kill. Yeah. I was so proud of that. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that, that's, that's tactics. Cool. Yeah. But, that's cool. But the biggest goal for these people is to go in and kill as many people as they can before they die and respawn and do it yeah. again. I mean, it just doesn't seem like there's much point to that. Mm-hmm. You, you know? watch Space Engineers. Other people play Space Engineers. That's fine. Uh, you keep, look, I don't but care. I, I, I think what he's saying is that in that case, the end result is something that is interesting for him. Because, yeah. like, yeah. you watch someone playing Space Engineers, you get to see what they've built. Mm-hmm. I get to see the process of them there's, struggling that's, to do that's this. No, I'm just saying it's like, fairly common yeah. with Minecraft videos because, like, yeah. you know, Madeline mostly watches a couple of personalities, but she's seen a few sometimes where it's just, you know, almost like uh, the stop, the stop camera thing where you see a real building going up over real time yeah. or whatever, and you see some of the unbelievably intricate th- virtual objects that these folks have built, and you're just going, huh? Hmm. Because it's, 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 like, it's like a massive Lego, mm-hmm. except yeah. it's just virtual. But it still takes time. Like People spent a lot of time building yeah. this stuff, and it's impressive, I'll admit. Yeah, well, it's it comes down to I guess um, if you I'm gonna use a couple of games for example. If you'd like take um, Arma Three, basically opposed to let's say Halo. Um, Halo, you get shot a couple of times. Stand back around the corner. Your you know your shield. Arm Three, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Basically, um, in Arma, you get shot, you die with one bullet hit. Yeah, you know, so it's it's sort of like. The, the entire goal is to not Well, those again, shot. those are different engines and stuff like that, right? Yeah, no, but, but that's what I'm saying is, is, is there's tactics involved to not get hit yeah. at all. But Halo to, I got hit a bit, yeah, but, and I can just go and heal and then come back and try again. I mean... Sorry, Paul, but Martyr does the same thing. Martyr, you, you get hit, you run back, you heal up, you go back in, right? But that's not... This, that's not... Like, I'm talking, I'm talking professional, like, first-person shooter-type yes. games. Yeah. I, I prefer a game that has tactics where the the entire goal is to not get hit. Mm. Not I can get a hit a whole bunch and hopefully kill the other guy first. You know? That's that's what professional esports is. And that's kinda pathetic. Well, but again, there's more to it than that. Like if you watch the top players, they tend not to die. Yeah, they the, tend the to top players die. hide in a back corner, exploit something, then shoot you in the head for some reason because they've got an incredible but that aim. Is, but that is tactics. That is, they are using tactics. They're not just running in. They are actually using the environment and stuff like that, which is what you're supposed to do. If you Hiding ever, behind something no, and no, watching but, sniping but other if people. You ever, if you ever see a lot of these professionals, they'll be jump, their characters jumping all over the place, you know, so that they're making themselves a harder target to hit. Yes. That is not realistic in any form or fashion. No, but you're going to tell me you're going to go running out there and you're going to hop up and down. No, you don't hop and, and down, somebody, but they'll right? tell you in any firefight, move, keep moving, don't yeah, stay in one no, place. I get that. So, but in the game, you're allowed to jump. So it just works. It's a tactic. It is a tactic in the game. I know, game. but it's not realistic. Okay, let's okay. not bring realism into this. It's a game. It's a I game. Get, Paul. I get that. But some games are more realistic than others. Um, <coughs> let's just put it that I'm not a big fan of esports because yeah. I don't. Okay. I don't think it's 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 too hyped up for what it is. So, anyway, uh, we really drifted off of the VR stuff that I want to talk about. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much enough for me. 
all I'm, we have getting, all I'm getting I'm only getting is criticized by Pat. Yeah, anyway, I think so we're running out of well. time. Yeah, we're already over an so, hour and 15 minutes, so we're just going to have to cut out Pat's week's yeah, hobby. Nice try. Pretty much. <laughs> so segment two, nice try. news okay, and rumors. So, Pat, I hear you have a lot of news and rumors. Why yeah. don't we start So with anyways, you? my, my uh, week's in the thing. Dev, you, besides the Joker, out, by the way. Uh, you forgot, uh, we actually went to see an ex-wrestler uh, do sort of stand-up anecdotes. Yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts. What does that have to do with the hobby, um, Actually, it's a geek thing. Uh, wrestling is a geek thing, right? Okay, but he wasn't doing wrestling, though. No, but he was talking he, about he was his retired wrestling. He was talking about his... Yeah, because he was, was actually pretty interesting. It was really, actually I really liked it. Uh, and definitely he's not... He's fucking loud, or like rude, oh, yeah. very well, foul-mouthed person. 70 from the, a wrestler from the 70s. Yeah, surprisingly, not very much PC talk coming from him. <laughs> oh, but a lot of the stuff that he had was really, really funny. Um... Especially stuff when you know under the giant farted on him in, in, when he was yeah that, that's a story of his that I've actually heard before he was talking about how his whole arm was vibrating and he thought he was having a heart attack Cause, <laughs> yeah because the five hundred some odd pound guy was sitting on top of him and he felt the pain he's like I felt my spinal column being readjusted and then he's like my arm starts twitching he's like oh my god I'm having a heart attack and then the ref's like asking Andre he's like why are you laughing I'm farting. <laughs> So that's what was moving his arm was the sheer know. amount of gas. Exactly. Um, so that was funny. Um, I did watch Batwoman, uh, the first three shows. Uh, it's I have a review coming out tonight from it. It's meh, very meh. Uh, especially when you compare that to Watchmen for the fight choreography and oh, special okay. effects and that. You're, you're I talking know. CW versus HBO. Well, that, the thing is, even in CW, some of the fight scenes and, and special effects in Flash. Are much better than I saw. And Batwoman is basically I've got a grappling hook, you know, and cape and stuff. Mm. Flash runs super fast, and they show some of the effects of that better. Mm. And now again, it's only three shows in, so I know the character. I, I like the main character and the side characters. The interaction between the Batwoman and Alice is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, they're still. I'm giving it a chance because it takes time for from the developed characters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and very few shows are But good like for me the fight choreography for something like Batwoman should be extremely important because what's Batwoman's main thing of how to beat people up is beating people up. Yeah. And the fight choreography is pretty bad. Mm. It it's like some stuff from like the 20 years ago of how bad the fight choreography is for me. And the special effects for the grappling hook is like, oh boy, not good. Mm. Um also did see Watchmen as well, mm-hmm. and that was re- that was fun. That was interesting. Uh, like I said, I understand where people are confused about things because yeah. a it is more off the graphic novel than the movie, right? And they don't explain stuff to start with. No. It's coming up. Uh, it was interesting to know how it it taught Americans part of their own history that they never knew about mm-hmm. with the opening scene uh, from the Tulsa massacre, yeah, a race massacre. Um, that was interesting. And then, like I said, reading the comments, like, wait, what? This is real? It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's actually based on reality, guys. Yeah, that really happened. Um, then, in what Dwayne was talking about for The Black Hole, because I know that we all like that show. I also watched the Breaking Bad movie, mm-hmm. El Camino, where. El Camino, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, but I, I Robert For- Forster was in it. Uh, he passed away sh- last last week or two weeks ago. I think it was last um, week. I believe it was like either a day or two before the movie premiered. Yeah, exactly. So, um, which was too bad because he, I mean, he made it big with the uh, Jackie Brown story is what really got him back on the, the highlight and being visible. Uh, besides the boys, um, 
not too much. I've watched more of American Gods, mm. uh, which is interesting because now they're he's. Are they into season two yet? No, not that. Oh, you're still watching season uh, no, two? No, actually, no, I'm on season two now, yes. So Mr. Wednesday uh, has dropped the thing of who he really is. And, you know, that there's... Don't spoil it. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't seen any of it yet. You should be able to get it just from his name. I, I would, you know, most people will not get that from his name because they don't know the origins of Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I would I would actually read the book. The book is is real. again phenomenal. by Neil Gaiman, one of the better writers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so comics. Also, I've been reading more of the um, House of X or House of yeah House of X, and that also Conan. There they have the the comics are coming back out again okay. uh, for in Marvel. Excellent. They, they have them back, and it's back. yeah. If you listen to um, Hero Man and Psychic Boy, one of the Freebooter Network shows uh, that deals specifically with comic books, um, they do a whole episode kind of based around Conan. And uh, the old stuff that uh, Ian was reading, and some of the new stuff yeah. that just recently came out. Yeah, and just uh, to plug my other venture. <laughs> no, it's and it's actually it is back to the you know it's been as Conan in the uh, the barbarian days. Uh, also, the House of X. Oh, and Doomsday, the the one that's in DC, where the Watchmen or Doctor Manhattan in the DC universe, mm-hmm. and it's it's very interesting. Uh, Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. By the way, yeah. don't forget the clock. Yeah, and uh, it's also another good one. And then for books, though, okay, The Boys reminded me of a book, a comic that came out a long time ago called Martial Law. Right. Yeah, which was, again, showing that, you know, superheroes are not great. It's, you know, <clears throat> over-super stylized, over-sexualized, everything. Uh, but it was an interesting comic, mm-hmm. well, uh, six-issue I read they have a book out called Origins. It's actually a novel. Wow, it's not good. It's Ooh. it's it's written as if it was a four fourteen or fifteen year old wrote it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it might work in the comics. Mm-hmm. That's because you're, you're you're writing the story, and then you draw it. Yeah, but, but actually, as a novel, yeah, it's it's not good. It's like wow, this is pretty bad. Mm. Like I said, I wasn't expecting too much, but this was really a, a letdown. And of course, more of the uh, Warhammer forty k. Uh, Horse Heresy books and that, and uh, saying on, on on our Facebook post, I put one where I was on a train recently, and someone was talking about how I can't remember which series it was, but they're going, "Oh my God, there's 11 books in this series. It's it's so long." And I was like, "Would you like to read about Horace Heresy <laughs> with the 50 plus bucks yeah. and side ones as well?" Uh, so that's pretty much it for uh, anything important for I've watched and like so the games for role playing. Yes, I've. In your Star Wars, or your sorry, your Pathfinder one. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I did get another Pendragon one in there, which is good. I'm starting to work out redoing all the characters' family trees mm-hmm. for the last fifty plus game years. Yep. It's insane, especially when some people like Dev's character had like twenty kids almost. Yeah, it was, and then there was a lot, and of then kids marriages over. within that yeah. and stuff like that. So and you, then a lot of crossbreeding with other family arc, other characters. Yes, families. exactly. Yes, you're doing the uh, the uh, the King, Queen Victoria thing. If we marry everyone else into the system, you know there won't be a war, right? Yeah, exactly. It's it's much harder for you to fight against family members. Except as it's been proven, no, it's not. You can still do that. And that's it. Yeah. So okay. No, Devram, yes, I'll let you go. Okay, let's move on to segment two after an hour and a half almost. Uh, news and rumors. And I've got a bunch of stuff to talk about, so just wait, wait. that, I'm going to go first. Oh, you fucker. Yeah, I felt right. just, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm well, Paul's playing his game now, so he's avoiding us, so we can just ignore. 
He's, he's mapping. We can't hear you because you're too far away from the mic because you've got your headset on. Yeah, he can't even figure out where the mic <laughs> he is. He's just like, what are you watching? Like, I know where the mic is. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> all right. So um, interestingly enough, all of my news and rumors are kind of around uh, video games. I don't have anything that's not video game related. So the first one, um, one of our favorite games here in the Out of the Basin podcast is the game Battletech. Yes. It was recently put out by... Uh, I keep wanting to say Paradox Interactive, but it's not. They're the ones who do the MechWarrior game. And there is the the, the new MechWarrior Mercenaries 5 coming out in, in the next yes. three months, I'd say. Uh, but the one I game, I, what I really want to talk about is they have a, a, a date, and they have actually put out um, information about their next DLC for the Battletech game, Heavy Metal. Yes, which is the big mechs, the big boys. Well, it's not... It's not uh, one no, of, I know. It's, so they're introducing eight um, new mechs to the game. Um and a lot of them are what are known as the unseen, like the the the, the mechs that were not allowed because of the Harmony Gold uh, lawsuit. Yes. Um, so th- those are being introduced. Some of them have been kind of stylized, so they're, they're slightly modified from their original look. So, like the the rifleman is not going to look like the original rifleman, uh, which which I'm really upset about. I, I yeah, because I love the rifleman. Love, and that one's actually from uh, yeah from Robotech. From Robotech, the yeah. RX, yeah. Um, uh, so, so a bunch of new um, mechs are coming out, but more importantly, they're also introducing eight new weapon types. Oh, nice! Yeah. And one of the weapons is the mortar. So there's uh, an, uh, a mech called the Annihilator, which I think naturally comes with a, a mortar on its back, and you use it to like lob shells. Okay, so over kilometers away, right? So you're talking hitting the other end of the board. Yeah. With the with these with these. Shells. So indirect fire and everything. Yeah. So you, you get a spotter and you make sure the spotter has ECM so they're not noticed. Yeah. And they get in super close and then you just start fucking lobbing artillery at them. Uh, they've introduced a beam weapon where the further away from the target you shoot, the more damage it does. So if it's super close, it's almost useless. But when you're sniping at super long ranges, it does a ton of damage. So the idea is to get close to that mech as fast as you can. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they're introducing new bits that'll have to kind of have you modify your tactics on how to defeat those, those yeah. mechs. So I'm super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've actually talked about it before. Um, one of my favorite games from a long time ago was a game based off of the Vampire the Masquerade game role-playing system yes. called uh, Bloodlines. Yeah. And that was probably one of the best... Um, kind of third-person games to come out of the 90s. It is super enjoyable. Well, they have Bloodlines 2 that's scheduled to be released sometime, in, again, the next three or four months, sometime before the end of the 2013 quarters, yeah. so the, the winter quarter, the, the quarter four, which goes all the way up into March of next year for some reason. I don't understand how that works, but whatever. Well, ours is in a fiscal year usually. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Um, so we're, we're waiting for that, but... Somehow, and this popped up on my Facebook feed of all places, there's actually another video game being put out by a different company, but kind of set in the same universe based off of Werewolf. Oh, really? Werewolf Ooh. the Apocalypse. This one is called Earthblood, and I watched a short little video about it. It's just like a, a, a teaser video. It doesn't really give you any actual information about what the gameplay mechanics are going to be like, but um, it's based off of the... The Werewolf, the Apocalypse role-playing game. And I'm interested to find out more information about that. Dev, I have a question for you for news and rumors. Yeah. Dice. 
Uh, we're apparently we're still on track for December thirty first um, shipping dates. All right. So they could be. I, I get now daily updates from the guy. Well, that's what I'm saying the guy for, for a while he wasn't communicating. I, I the last communication we had before this this new deluge started was in March of this year. Yeah. So for eight months he was completely incommunicado, and all of a sudden we get daily updates about what he's doing. No real pictures. No actual information. Just. Still working hard, you know. Finished up the D8s for this one um, combination uh, color combination. Yeah. Is, uh, is got, he like putting it together molecule by molecule? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And then <laughs> but I mean, he's got thousands of orders to put out, right? Yeah. So, and I don't know why it's taken him this long. And it would be nice to see pictures of finished. He, dice. he does occasionally po- uh, post pictures of like bins. With bags filled with dice. Okay. But no close-ups of what the dice look well, that's like. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, like, it, it, this could very easily be him trolling us just for his own personal amusement, and we're never yeah. actually getting anything. And there's a, a Facebook group that I've joined uh, <laughs> where people are constantly bitching and moaning about him yeah. and uh, you know personal attacks, that kind of thing. I mean, he's not even on the board, so it's just them venting about yeah. their frustration of waiting five fucking years to get this these dice delivered. But December first apparently is the shipping day. Is when he's no December first is okay. when he's going to start shipping. So we could have I could have Christmas presents for you all Ooh. this year finally. Five years later. Five years too late. Yeah. Um, another game coming out. Another fan favorite. This is one of my absolute favorite games. Crusader Kings two. Well, they're putting out a Crusader Kings three. Oh, really? Ooh, so nice, Crusader yes. Kings is basically the 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 uh, pen dragon game that we play. Yeah. This is you playing it on a computer. It's generational. It's all about empire building. You start off in one province or maybe like a couple of provinces. And yeah, you're making the connections and like yeah, and and then um, dealings. Every like, years go by. You're building up your forces. You're building up your territories, and then you you can't just attack your neighbors because you want to. Because it's going to piss off other people, you have to actually have a reason to be mm-hmm. able to attack them. So, if you own like the majority of the land in one traditional um, uh, country or kingdom or county or whatever, you can sue. Uh, uh, you can you basically start a war to say this is traditionally my lands. If this land should belong to me, but it doesn't, I want it. So now I'm going to fight you for it, and then if you beat them, they acquiesce and say, "Okay, fine, it, it becomes your lands." And they become your vassals, or you can like actually steal it from them outright and kill them and take it over as your own lands. It, it is an amazing game, um, and so they have new a new Crusader Kings three coming out. Nice. Um, I'm the the thing I love most about Crusader Kings two is that it's it's not just centered. It's mainly European centric, but I mean they've uh, expanded to Scandinavia. They've expanded to Russia. They've expanded to even China now, oh, wow, the nice. Jade Empire. Yeah. They've expanded to Northern Africa. So there's all these DLCs. I'm talking like probably o- over a hundred DLCs that you can purchase individually or as packages, yeah. um, which we've accumulated over the last you know ten years as they put this game out. Well, now Crusader Kings 3 is just going to be its own little standalone. Oh, are they going to take all that and incorporate it into it? Probably not. Or are they all going to release them all as individual DLCs probably do DLCs. then have to rebuy again? Yeah, they'll probably do that. Well, if that's the case, I may not even buy the game. Yeah. My question to you is, is it the same game producers? Yeah, same, 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 same company. Same company? Yeah. Okay, good. 
in fact, they did this upgrade once already from Crusader Kings 1 to Crusader Kings 2. But Crusader Kings 2 is where they spent the majority of their time does actually it, building does content. It, does it look the same? I as? haven't seen any gameplay yet. I've only, okay. it's, there's only been an announcement. The announcement happened during a um, an event or whatever that was happening recently. Okay. That's when the, the uh, werewolf game was also announced. Okay. Um, that's where the DLC for, uh, for Battletech was announced. So it all kind of came out at the same time. Okay. And then I have one last game to talk about, and this is the first game that I might actually buy the day it comes out, or even maybe even pre-order it, so I have it available, paying full price for it. I haven't played full price for a game in five years. It's called Jedi Fallen Order, uh, and it's another course. LucasArts Jedi third-person Jedi game. Yes. Oh my god, I love these games so much. Uh, the last one that was, the last really good one they put out was Jedi Academy 2. Yes, it was. Um, Oh, sorry. No, uh, Outcast to Jedi Academy, uh, and this one is has like amazing graphics. It's basically everything we want from a LucasArts game, and I'm, I'm hopefully it's going to have a good storyline. Which and which is the company behind it? I have no idea. EA, I think EA is putting it out. They're they're distributing it, but they promised it's single person only. There's no multiplayer. At oh yes, all. I've heard about this. Yes, no multiplayer, and most importantly, no random boxes, no loot boxes, no no pay for anything. It's all purely self-contained single player game, and okay. hopefully, it's going to be good. Okay. I don't know who's creating it, but EA are the the distributors. Okay, that's it for me for news and rumors. It's all video game related. Well, I'm sure Dwayne has the same one. For news, this is new MCU news. Kevin Feige is now in charge as the creative officer completely of Mar- Marvel TV and movies. Like he is the chief creative chief, officer. Chief creative officer for all of Marvel's studio creative. Yeah, and also so, still so not, not the comics, publishing, television. Oh, really? Yes. Movies. He is, he's it. Everything. And oh, wow. The TV guy, uh, Lo- Lo- Jeff, Jeff Loeb, Lo- who is, is in charge of Marvel Television and a fairly prominent comic book writer as well, uh, is expected to be it, announcing his resignation well, already, it, it, soon. It went through now, his, that was his, that he's out of. <clears throat> that, the article that I linked on, on Facebook was basically talking that this, that uh, it's expected that sometime in November... Will will be announcing his resignation but from Marvel Television. That's huge because now Feige's has already. This is all more news and rumors, but he has said he wants a new Daredevil and Jessica Jones coming out. Yeah, but the the deal with Netflix well, well, wait was for, that. Uh, let me finish. He also has said he likes John Berthold as Punisher. Yeah, of course. And Berthold said he because he's like never got the best acting opportunities all the time, just the way he looks. He said he hasn't, he doesn't think of anything else, but he'd be interested in doing another Frank Castle. And I know what you're going to say. The deal with Netflix and Disney was for two years. They cannot. That's right. However, it is Disney. Chink, chink, open up the briefcase. Yeah. Hey, Netflix, here's yeah. some money. Yeah. If you let us yeah. do this, or breach of, here's our breach of contract yeah. uh, payment for you. Or yeah. how much yeah, do you want much. for your company? Oh, you think Disney's going to buy what? Netflix? No, no, but no, no they, they have their own streaming service. I know they, they have their own streaming service, but Netflix is in this position that since Disney's going to have their own streaming service, and it's going to, and Disney has their whole company to back it up, so they can afford to lose money for five years yeah. without a problem. So I can see them saying, "Okay, you know what, Netflix, we want to have these guys in. Here's our breach of contract payment. 
what do you think? We'll give you the money right now, yeah. or we can go to yeah. court. Yeah. Where yeah. who lawyers has a better lawyers? Yeah. 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 We yeah. have more. Our our lawyers are probably as big as as you are. Our yeah. legal firm is probably as big as you are as a company. So I can see them doing that. The other thing to realize is that the clock has been ticking for quite a while on that two-year exclusion yeah. cause. Yeah. They're already over halfway through yeah. for a number of their shows, and reports say that the Punisher was never under that clause to begin with. Yeah. It was but just the first it, it was just the was, first four. Yeah, even if it was, like they could start going into production early next year and yeah. not release it till Yeah, exactly. So the possibilities are there. However, um, availability is going to count for a lot. For example, Mike Coulter has a new show called Evil. Yeah. I believe it's with CBS. Yeah. And it just got picked up for an early season two renewal, for example. I could see them being interested in recasting him. I like yes. him as Luke Cage, but apparently he was not the easiest actor to work with. Yeah. yeah. And also, like I said, they, Feige didn't mention Luke uh, Power Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. It was the three he mentioned were Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Punisher. Yeah. yeah. Now, the layoff for Jessica Jones might actually work out really, really well because Kristen Ritter recently gave birth to her first child Mm -hmm. just in the last six months or so. So, you know, I could see that she would actually... The timing could work out that the two years would be up just as Ritter is interested in going back to work. Mm -hmm. And I know Charlie Cox isn't doing anything else right now. Not at the moment. But... Him as he did nail Daredevil and, and Matt Murdock. And they said John Burlaw, he's done a couple of the movies. Yeah. I've seen them, but he like I know he would jump on board right away for Punisher. And with money there's always ways to make contracts work for production times and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean Michael J. Fox did it for uh one of the other the uh, Back to the Future movies with family ties, right? Yeah. Well and in, in that case it was just they agreed, and Fox ended up working crazy hours for something like oh, three yeah, like months. Oh, yeah, like I said, even if there is, like I said, he's working another thing, they can work out deals where it's like this. And, of course, Spider-Man is sort of back with mm-hmm. Marvel. Well, for, for not, not with Marvel, but Sony and Marvel are, are working, working together again. Yeah. Uh, I'm disappointed. Mom, mom and Dad have worked out the custody arrangement for another couple of years at well, least. Well, I actually was watching a funny one. On, it's uh, YouTube guys I watched called Screen Rant. They're the ones mm-hmm. that do the pitch meeting stuff. Mm-hmm. But yep. they had one where Spider-Man you know, goes to talk to the guy, and the guy at Disney's is like, yeah, he, here's a... Or Marvel. Sorry, it's Marvel. It's like, yeah, here's the thing. So Sony and I worked this out way before. We were figured we'd just do the fake thing to get everyone attention to the news and then we'd work it out and we'd look like heroes because that's the way things is you make the you you, you cause a problem and then you solve, solve it. it and you're heroes <laughs> so it's so funny it's like they're saying that's what we did yeah. although apparently in reality holland himself played a very big part in getting the two to come to a yeah. to a new agreement mm-hmm. so did he promise not he, to be a spoiler anymore? <laughs> uh, I don't think he's capable. Uh, well, again, that's why, like I said, in Endgame, they had him and Mark the Ruffalo. Other, and yeah, the other, yeah, the other guy is Ruffalo. Uh, yeah. Ruffalo's incapable yeah, as it's well. Like, here, here's scripts. 
why is there like seven different endings? Just work with it. <laughs> We're gonna film them all, so you don't know which one's the real one. You can't spoil they, it. They weren't they weren't allowed to see anybody else's scripts, yep. so they went into it not knowing the other lines of the other people. Yep, it's just so that they, they couldn't uh, say anything. Yep, say anything. Uh, well, right. um, I'm trying to think. There's other ones. Well, like Dwayne said, there is some Star Wars movie coming up sometime what? yeah it's funny what? i have absolutely no interest in this movie well that's what i'm saying all. we're all of us are pretty much well, except maybe Dwayne, but most of us are I like do, hey, i do i do want to see it i'm like i'm looking forward to it but the interesting thing is is that i have no interest in the promotional campaign like of course not usually a trailer comes out and i want to check out the trailer with star wars not really probably because i know i'm going to go see it anyway yeah. like i don't don't want to have any spoilers from this. Yeah, this. I, I don't. I don't want to know too much about this one. I'm I'm a walking contradiction when it comes to these new movies. I absolutely hate them. I think they're incredibly horrible, except for Rogue One and Solo, kinda. The other one, the, all these these well, last three of the two. main series. Yeah, two. The, 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 the sequel trilogy. trilogy. Yes, but the, this third one that's coming. Just call it the sequel trilogy. The, the sequel trilogy. Um, shit, 100 percent shit. But I still bought them for my collection. Mm. Because for completeness, for completeness, but yeah. they're shit. And I'm going to keep saying that they're shit, absolute shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I've, I've bought a lot of stuff that's absolute shit too. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, uh, I have to admit I'm disappointed in hearing that Cloak and Dagger has been canceled. Yes, that was unfortunate. Now, are they getting? Are they going to do the third season, or is that no, no, no? It's the so I had I had not realized. I had not realized until all this stuff happened with Feige and they started talking about what Jeff Loeb's been up to with Marvel Television and that. And it wasn't until that article that I found out that they had not renewed. There had been no renewal announcement for Cloak and Dagger. And I was going, what? Because the finale for season two aired, like, what, last spring? Yeah. And I was going, oh, man. And I started getting a little nervous about that. And then, sure enough, uh, my main source for TV news, TV Line, came out with the article a couple of days ago saying Freeform had canceled it. Um, so there will be no season three. Uh, however, uh, they are doing a guest appearance on Runaways. Runaways, yeah. yeah. So that it, show's third season. And also, it doesn't mean it's dead dead completely. No. Because now no. that... It, they could rebring it either as a movie yeah. and I do. or TV series, but yeah. and I do appreciate that they left the show in a fairly good place. Um, the show ends with the two leads, you know, having prevailed against the big boss for the season, mm-hmm. the big bad, and it, they literally are heading off on the next adventure. Yeah. So I mean. It's not a bad place. It's not, you know, tear my hair out in frustration like some That's other nice. unexpected well, it, cancellation. Well, it's the same way they ended Iron Fist, right? Iron Fist ended with him now having his Iron Fist powers back and Colleen Wing being the female Iron Fist and back. But at least it, it ended on a note where you're not... It ended in a weird note where he's now firing guns from his Iron Fist. It's, like, I don't know um, what's part of the Iron Fist. There, there, there is, is a... Tremendous, tremendous comic book series called The Immortal Iron Fist. It's by a fellow named Matt Fraction. It came out somewhere in the early 2010s, and that, or it might have been a little bit earlier even. I'd have to look that up, but it is 
Fantastic. Yeah, they, he, that is something it the Iron is, Fist p- ability is. It is absolutely fantastic. Uh, the, the Immortal Iron Fist introduces the character of Orson Randall, who was the last Iron Fist. And it shows you um, that there were all sorts of different ways to use the Chi Force, the powers of the Iron Fist, yeah, yes. that Danny Rand did never yeah. even thought of. Yeah. And that, like, uh, the Pirate Queen of Ankeg Bay was the first one to use it with missile weapons. She yeah. had a bow and arrow that she charged with, uh, yeah. with Chi so and it, blow it does, the hell out it of ships. Work. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the ending worked. Yeah. Like, it wasn't the, so, oh, crap, what's going to happen? Like, there's, yeah, you're not on a cliffhanger. You're just yeah. set up for the next step. Like, now, yeah, I should have to say, Luke even Cage, on the other hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where, and it's yeah. sort of like, okay, he's in charge of the. Sh- he, no. He's now a crime boss. He's now a crime boss, and that's where it yeah. goes. Which, oddly enough, that's more of a Daredevil storyline than it is a Power Man storyline. Yes. But, mm-hmm. you know, hey, what can, what can you do? Um, so, yeah. So, they are going to show up on Runaways. Yeah. Which yep. is which is a nice mix. Uh, I think there's potential maybe to revive the show, perhaps under Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, or, or Hulu. Yep. And that. But there've been no signs of that as yet. There's been yep. no talk from producers that we're trying to shop the show elsewhere. Yep. Um so nothing like that. Well again, because because it could be right now in the middle of negotiations. Yep. With that, and they're not allowed to talk yeah. about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I, I have I have really enjoyed uh, the cast reactions to the cancellation and yeah. stuff. Um, it's very plain that the cast really, really bought into the show and really yeah. loved the show and loved working on it. And so that was kind of nice. To the see. another news one is Dune, the Denis Villeneuve Dune has finished production or wrapped up shooting. So now it's going into the uh, post and stuff like that to get ready. So hopefully next year we will see his ver- his vision mm-hmm. of Dune. Yeah. Well, yeah. The only thing I'm bringing to the news and rumors, it's showed up in my uh, Facebook feed a couple of times today. Heavy Metal, the original movie, is yeah. being re-released limited. Yes. Uh, so here in Ottawa, it's going to be at South Keys uh, starting November 8th. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll so, go check it out. Well, I've it's, never seen it on the big screen. I think no. it'd be interesting. Of and, course, South Keys isn't really a big screen, but well, no. But also, it's better than the the second one that came out. That oh yeah, uh, Heavy Metal two thousand is uh, wasted. It was like Blues Brothers two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> up up there yeah. with that quality. Yeah, and, uh, I'm trying to think. That's well, I mean, Heavy Metal is one of those movies that has not aged well. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. So, it's worth seeing for nostalgia's uh, sake, but yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Um, oh, did anyone read the uh, one talking about Watchmen? I put a link on the background behind the, the Watchmen characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I did not realize Ditko was an Anne Rand follower. Oh, oh yes, yeah. He, in comic book circles. Um, he is famous for his devotion, or he was famous, I should say, as Ditko is no longer with us. Yeah, um, he was famous for his devotion to Ayn Rand and the philosophies there yeah. and, and stuff. The question, not as much, but there were other Ditko characters similar to the question yes. where he explored that mm. much more, yeah. Much more and yeah. stuff. And so, yeah, Rorschach was basically Alan Moore 
making basically jabbing at them. Ayn Rand is crap. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, to use the British expression, take the piss yeah. out of it completely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and he did. And then, yeah. uh, that's it for me for news I can think of at the I've, moment. I've got a little bit All right. on that. Um, the main thing, of course, was the whole Kevin Feige uh, thing. One of the things I wanted to mention, which I think I brought up on the Facebook page that's really interesting, is that this is not only... Kevin Feige ascending in that this looks <laughs> this looks very much like the end of Ike Perlmutter at Marvel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because Feige is still reporting same chain of command as he used to. Right. Perlmutter was the ultimate authority for Marvel Publishing and Marvel Television. Yes. But now all of that is going to Feige and Feige has a different command structure um, I believe his primary uh, boss is Alan Horn yeah. at Disney. So it's ex- as I said, they are expecting Jeff Loeb to announce his resignation mm-hmm. any time now, and there's not a peep about Ike Perlmutter. No, which mm-hmm. is not terribly surprising because Perlmutter is one of the most reclusive billionaires you're ever going to hear of. Um, no nurse, no news service has a picture of Perlmutter more recently than the 1970s, I believe. He does not talk to the press. He does not make public appearances. He doesn't do anything. But as a comic book fan, as and as a dad who's trying to, you know, be aware of my own biases and stuff like that, I'm kind of glad the Perlmutter is gone because... Uh, Amongst his many attitudes was his firm belief that female characters could not carry a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, his belief that minority characters could most likely not carry a movie. Um, he has some very old-fashioned attitudes that are no longer valid. Yeah. in today's day and age and to have his mitts off of my favorite comic book properties I'm happy yeah. about this that reminded me thank you because Conan Dev was supposed to remind me of Conan <laughs> I reminded you at the very beginning when we first started yeah. Yeah. so anyways I news do, rumors oh sorry yeah, I do have one more thing after you're done yeah um, so Conan is yes back in the Marvel Universe now for comics but there's was one that's called Savage Avengers yes which includes <clears throat> Venom, Elektra, Punisher, Wolverine, I think Hellstorm, no, and also Conan. Yes. And you're going, okay, let's just let's just look at some of the power levels here. All right. So Conan, sword guy, tough, yes. He he'd be up there with Elektra and Punisher. You know, for the skill sets and abilities and stuff like that. Then like, okay, and there's a scene where they're, they're one of the comics is supposed to be Wolverine and Conan have a fight. I'm like Okay, so Wolverine's got adamantium claws, which cut through anything. So Conan comes down with a sword, Wolverine blocks, and there goes a sword. You know, even Conan stabs him 20 times, it's like, yeah, I'm still okay. And then you go, okay, Venom. Okay, (laughs) even higher up. It's like, this guy can transform, do all sorts of things, make claws out of his, you know. Eat him. Eat him, you know. So that's where it was like, I'm happy Conan's back. 
but I don't like the idea, like, again, bring him into the modern times. Because yeah. they did that once where he came into the modern times and he ran across Captain America and stuff like that. Right. He belongs in the source and sorcery era. Yes. Not modern day. Yeah. yeah. What they seem to be doing is a, uh, they're exploiting the pers- the popularity of the character, yes. which is to be expected. Uh, but B, the storytellers seem to be having some fun currently with the notion that, yes, this guy is absolutely somewhere he should not be and running with that. Okay. So, um, so yeah, my personal favorite crossover between the Conan-verse, so to speak, and Marvel Comics was way back in the day, a Marvel team-up of Spider-Man, Spider-Man and, and, Red S- and Red Sonja. Yes. Oh, okay. I've yes. seen a Spider-Man yep. and King Cole one. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I'd like to see that one. But uh, it's a Chris Claremont issue. It has Cool and Gath, which Claremont has used a number of times. And basically, Gath attacks this museum, and Mary Jane Watson is there. And this sword starts oddly calling to her. Oh, jeez. And when she draws it, she ends up transforming into Red Red Sonja. So... One of Marvel's most famous redheads ends up becoming another of Marvel's right. most famous redheads for, uh, for, for the purposes of this. Uh, the last bit I wanted to talk about news and rumors. I mean, like, there's, there's a bunch of stuff we could talk about, but, you know, yeah. we've, we've talked about Terminator before. And yes. for the most part, no one in the room is interested. No. Um, I'm going to go. See, I will I've been be hearing it. very good things about it. Uh, I'm going to see it this week to let you know. I'll I'm, be able to talk about it. I've seen yeah. it this week. Yep. Well, sorry, when this comes out, it might be, I've already seen it, I'm not too sure. <laughs> yep. But uh, one of the more interesting news articles I read just recently was an unexpected side effect of the Disney-Fox merger and that. So Disney has had a policy forever of their old movies are locked in the vault. Yes, and stuff, and this has been largely a home video uh, sales tactic. You know, oh yeah, get get your Blu-ray copy of The Little Mermaid before we lock it back up in the vault for another ten years, type thing. They're starting to apply it to the backlist that they acquired from Fox. Oh no! And so the end result is all of a sudden a lot of repertory theaters. That rely on showing these older films. Oh, right. This massive catalog, uh, they're losing access to it. For example, my all-time favorite, The Princess Bride, yes, is a Fox movie, and also the Halloween one that everyone which, does at midnight ones, the Rocky Horror. No, Rocky oh, that Horror one is specifically exempt. Yep, that one is Horror? specifically exempt. Okay, probably because they realize they're being an unbelievable public outcry of all of a sudden Rocky Horror wasn't available for midnight showings. Okay, but yeah, the Princess so, Bride. Yeah, that's, that's you know, we all knew there was downsides to. This massive media, oh yes, of course. Uh, you know, conglomeration and stuff. I gotta admit, I didn't think of this one. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, like, I don't, I don't think a lot of people did because I know they have issues where they tell theaters, okay, our our shows have to be in the biggest theater for this long. We also make yes. we get a bigger cut of the movie mm-hmm. than normally, and the problem is, yeah, because they're so big now, theaters. Well, yeah. we don't show and, our Disney and, stuff. And the thing is, is that there's are the blockbusters. They're the ones that drive the people 
into the movie theater. Oh, yes. I mean, mm. so, yeah. But um, I got to admit, you know, I'm sad to think that uh, I won't be able to see The Princess Bride in theater every couple of years or so. Because I've enjoyed that. Mm. Uh, all right. So, Dev, we're going to go into uh, segment three or shout outs first. Uh, okay, let's do shout outs. Um, Just keep in mind we really only have about five minutes left. No, no. Yeah, yeah. we need, oh, take, we need 30 minutes to take They'll this stuff let us, down. Yeah, okay. But, all right, so shout out. The first shout out goes to Aisha Turak, our first Patreon member. Our subscriber, thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll have some uh, personalized content coming your way. If those of you who are listening want to join in on this uh, personalized content, come join us at patreon.com slash OOTBpod. All right. Uh, segment three normally is when we talk about um, some random... I, uh, you know, I always have something. Uh, Roundtable discussion. However, we're currently at almost two hours. I'll make it fast. We've already had the roundtable discussion since Dwayne no, started at the beginning. No, no, yeah, that's <laughs> it's a fast one, though. It goes to, ties into Joker and Batwoman. So if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, the critics for Joker is a low rating, mm-hmm. right? And if you go for Batwoman, it's a high rating. If you look at the fan reviews, Joker has a really high one. Batwoman has a really low one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, there's reasons for both. Part of it is because, A, the media thing for Batwoman, there was a backlash, un, un, unwarranted, but there was a backlash from idiots. It was like, so they automatically hated it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, Batwoman is, a, is all right. It's not that great a show. It's not a 70% show. For me, it's like a 40s at the most. It, it's going to grow, but it's just there. Mm. Whereas Joker, it was the media going, oh, my God, this is going to cause so many problems when it comes out. You know, don't go see it because it's going to you know, cause so many problems. And, of course, people went to see it and went, no, it's really good. Mm. Like, it's well done. So that's where it was like, so two different movies come, or well, two different show, shows. shows come out and it's like, one, the critics are like, oh, we don't don't go see it. It's going to cause so many problems. The other one's like, oh, it's diversity. We've never had this before. I'm like, wait, Buffy had it. Uh, a whole bunch of other shows had it. Mm. And strong oh. female characters, Firefly, Buffy. You see, it makes yeah. me wonder yeah. how much these people got paid off. Well, that's that's where the backlash for Rotten Tomatoes is happening. Because, like I said... Well, it's not Rotten Tomatoes' fault. It's the no. critics. Well, no, no, no. Okay, that, Rotten Tomatoes is by, owned by Fandango. Uh, which has deals with Disney and a full other ones, right? So there is there is a money I, issue. This is why I don't trust critics because they're too easily bought. Well, the thing that you have to do is it takes work. You have to go through the critics and see what they say for different movies, and and sometimes you're like, oh, they've only ever talked about a couple ones, and they're always these type of movies, and they always give yeah. high ratings. And then the fans are the same thing, right? You got to go see what other stuff they've said. Mm-hmm. So this is why, like, in my review of Batwoman, I'm like, it's not a good show, but you should watch it on your own to see how you feel about it, as opposed to taking anyone else's thing. Especially when there there is there was an agenda for Joker and there's agenda for Batwoman, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, well, there seems to be agendas for everything. Mm-hmm. These and again, days. see the, the, the thing for me when people are like, oh. Batwoman, they're just trying to force on diversity. It's like, no, it's not forcing diversity. Now it's the LGBT... Well, it's, well I, it's, no, it's... Okay, LGBTQ now, people are realizing it's important and it should have stuff. Hmm. So they're a company... Well, they've always known it. They're just getting right, to see it now. But now companies are like, oh, it's actually make us money. Hmm. It's yeah. trendy. So we'll do stuff with it. Because yeah. Why? They uh, are a company I mean, that wants to make money. It makes sense. Yeah. What I don't... What I don't understand with the whole Batwoman backlash is like... You know, there's a lot. 
there has been a lot out there. They're shoving this down our throats. And I'll have to, I'm just looking at this going, have you been watching well, the Arrowverse? Well, no, that really? Like, <laughs> if you watch the trailer, <laughs> it doesn't show it down your throat. Like, the it's not, yeah. It's, the, the difference is, and, and, the, you know, and also, you know, unlike Supergirl, which was very, very much with the politics in your face last season, at least, um, with Batwoman, it's just part of who she is. Yeah. You know, they're, she's dealing with an ex. In this case, the ex happens to be a woman. Well, that's what I'm a saying. Woman. They, the backlash you know, is not um, is unwarranted because she's, she's got you know all this stuff. It's just it's much more, more it's much more background. Yeah, with Batwoman, yeah. A much more and, important relationship is her relationship with you know, Alice. And you've got I mean, Legends of Tomorrow, which I haven't seen any fan backlash about anything, mm-hmm. where the captain is bisexual and currently in a committed relationship yeah. with a woman. Mm-hmm. At the, at the moment, um, and they keep hanging around with this Cockney magician yeah. who will try anything mm-hmm. well, with said, anybody. Like, the, the backlash is stupid <laughs> because yeah, Buffy like Willow was came out as lesbian, mm-hmm. and but which she, she was to be fair was groundbreaking for TV at the time. Oh, no, no, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is there was no huge backlash against Buffy. There was. Not, there not was. like Batwoman. Yeah, but the thing is the internet the, the wasn't memes, as prominent yeah. as it was yeah. now. And so the, the internet, I find, has an amplifying effect. Yeah. It makes all voices louder, which can be good and can be bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people believe everything. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, you know, for example, with Willow, just to show how far we've come and everything... Um, they had to fight for years to be able to show Willow kissing a girl. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. You know, now no big deal. Well, it's interesting because like some TV shows before used to push things. Willow did that, push stuff. Star Trek with the first interracial kish pushed things. Nowadays, though, they don't. T- most TV shows, like not all, but oh sh- no, 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 no. Every TV show has is now inclusive. No, no but they don't push anything. Like they don't take a lot of risks anymore. Mm. Like, yeah. It's trendy, so they're going to do that. But they won't do stuff that might get a huge backlash, right? Joker's one of the few where they're, they're like, okay, we're going to deal with mental issues again. But it's like, okay, dudes, that again, Taxi Driver did the same thing a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. But they're not, most TV, cable, especially regular TV, isn't going to go, let's try something that's different, really, really yeah. different to push the boundaries. I just find it interesting how things have in some ways backed off, uh, particularly on the network side of things in the States. Because, for example, uh, you know, I'm showing my age. There was a show called NYPD Blue. Oh, yeah. Good Um, good show, too. Yeah, award-winning cop drama and all this stuff. It made a lot of waves because a few times... It showed bare butts. Jimmy Smith's. On, yep. On TV. On a network. Yep. Can you think of any show on a network that has shown even that much nudity in the last five years? No, that's what I'm saying. I they challenge you. No, that's, they don't they yeah. go back to the so, safe stuff. You know, they were pushing boundaries and no. then they backed off. Yeah. Mm. And, that. and now all the edgier stuff is... On cable, where we have things like uh, Black Sails, which Dev talked about last yes. podcast. Such a great you know. show. 
you know. Game of Thrones, HBO stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. Showcase. Mm-hmm. Oh, HBO started a long time ago. No, but it, that's yeah. now you can't get it, like you're saying, you can't get on regular TV yeah. and doing stuff that's yeah. gr- mm-hmm. not, not groundbreaking, yeah, groundbreaking, but also just pushing the, the boundaries. Because now they, they're going back to the, we want the safe advertising dollar and stuff like that because the internet will have this huge backlash, even though it's only like, what, 10 people. I don't like this. Yeah. Mm. So, that, that was my uh, two cents worth. Okay. Yeah. Well, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, I guess uh, so. We're now just a little over two minutes. Well, although there will be many, many minutes cut out uh, throughout the uh, the episode that people won't even hear about. I think we were much right longer than two minutes on this one. Yeah. Two hours. No, no, I'm talking... It's two hours and three minutes. I'm talking two minutes over the three hours. Oh, okay. Two hours. Two Whatever. You, you don't know You didn't complete hours. your thought. It sounded like you were saying... You, you have the Batman timeline thing going on right now. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Oh, wait. That's Paul's expression. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. See? It's fine. fine. Uh, Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of Basin Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of the Basin Podcast. We'd like to thank Radio Free Music for our intro and outro music. Both songs were done by an amazing artist named Silent Partner. The intro music is called Drop and Roll, and the outro music is called Grand Navy Plaza. And we'll have links to both those songs in our show notes. If you liked what you heard and wish to support the show, please consider becoming a backer on Patreon. We can be found at patreon.com slash OOTBpod. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.